All right, so here we go. Here's a little bit of a thing. You guys will be listening to this and wondering why we're calling it episode number 84, which it is not. We recorded this several weeks back at the beginning of August, and the release schedule got a little bit crazy with some surprise guests and whatnot. But we didn't want to keep this one from you because it is our homeboy, uh, DJ Double L, whose name has been changed uh, since we released this. I think he talks about that a little bit. But yeah, here's an episode uh that is older but new for you now so check this out uh, there's one part of the edit that sounds a little bit strange maybe and you might pick up on it and you might not but i just cut out a whole part of us talking about chance's new album because the last episode that we released last week um every album again and again featured a kind of in-length conversation about that album anyway so i didn't want to rehash that for you here because at this point when we recorded it late had not heard the album yet and my opinion of it has not changed shout out to everybody that listens we like all of you also tune in to the end of the podcast to check out the upcoming shows on our weather forecast that's pretty much all the dope shit that is going on in tokyo that we are aware of if you are an artist that is coming here looking to perform get at us as well if you are an artist that performs here and we're not featuring you on our list and calendar for the weather forecast send us a little email we would love to add you to the functions uh peace mega late show episode number 89 i think 90 something like that all right peace that's what that's that's what happens when you're doubling up and shit. Can you bring back the intro music? <laughs> shit. All of those jokes. Let's just try to repeat all, all the jokes we just did right now to keep that same energy. Run that back. Uh, sexism. Run that back. Coach. Yo, here comes uh, another five minutes of something we just did for five minutes. Another intro. Episode number eighty-four. Oh, stop! I should I should sample. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Alright, episode 84 They don't need to hear our thoughts on the Twilight show anyways Yeah, it's all good Yeah, episode 84 of the number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast oh, man, We lost we a little bit of energy <laughs> We lost <laughs> energy Come on guys, let's get shit, it right shit. Let's get it, let's get it Open back. up that Hennessy, man Pop this Hennessy Damn. real quick I hate to be cliche but. Yo, you guys know what the deal is We are the number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast I'm going to try to speak fast to get through the shit. Just Yo, another it. episode, number 84, man. <laughs> you know, we got the folks here, shit. Let's I'm trying to get into it, man. I'm trying to ca- capture the audio of this pour up right here. Yeah, yeah, bust it, bust it. Real field recording. That's straight Hennessy, y'all. Just catch your one. Oh, oh I should have gone in the gin and juice off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 hey, hey. Yeah, so we're back again, man. We've got a friend of the show, family member, a homie who was at the end of our last podcast with the Ramen Beast. Uh, we've got LLJ Cool hey. on third mic. Yeah. Mic check. I mean, Welcome I know, to the pod. Yeah, I Appreciate feel it. like... My bad. Took a minute to get you in here. No, no, no rush. No rush. We still... There, there's folks that we've been fucking with for a long time who still hadn't made their way to the podcast. Shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Mark Jackson. Feel so good. You know, there's a, there's quite a few, but we're ra- we're happy to have you on the podcast and uh, rocking with us 100%. And to me, you know, sometimes I, I feel like I'd be slipping a little bit when I got folks on who I consider like family off bat. Mm. You know what I mean? Because right. I don't really do any research. I don't come with any prepared questions. I I just be like, yo, get in here and talk on some shit. Let's just have a conversation. Yeah, That's yeah. All. Like when we did the Raw Urban Mobile podcast, she was like, man, fuck this shit. I know y'all. Like, just talk about some shit. And that's what I felt today when he was like, when you told me that you was going to come through and then late told me you was going to come through, I was like, yeah, you coming through. Just yeah. Oh, what do you want me and to guess, prepare and guess a question? What? I'll be back. 
Yeah, yeah, no it, doubt. It, I mean, I'm just inviting myself, but I, I feel like I'm no. You will be back, man. We like no, that. Fam now. Yeah, definitely, Should definitely. Hey, once people get on the podcast, they become members of the podcast. So right now we have like a uh, hundred members of the podcast. That's dope. including but not limited to Marley Mall, which is still blowing my mind to this day. To this day, we don't we. Why don't I have that drop, man? I'm so trash <laughs> with the 404. Hold on, man. We're going to work on I'm Wait, what, gonna is, all what is that drop? I don't know that one. That's fucking uh, Deontay Wilder. When he went off on Radio Raheem? Yeah. About black folks? Nah. We still fighting. To this day. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta check that out. To this day. All right, but anyway. Hold on. I'm just going to hit all the drops that I got. Yes, hey. Mega Late Show. Hold on. Cash. Mega Late Show. Oh, that's, that's probably what one. I should end it like with that. right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. DJ Clue. Okay. All right, so we got the homie um, on, on the podcast. First, let me tell you guys about our sponsors. Go check out Robodope Records for some really incredible uh, dope music. And also check out Easterly Art for some really incredible dope art. I want to give a shout out again. Rest in peace to Ross G. Rest in peace. I should Go that. Ross. Oh, Ross. Oh, Ross. But yeah, a legendary figure within the beat making community and an absolutely indelible person um, who's. I thought oh. that was my harp shit again. But yeah, just just a tragic loss for the entire community of hip hop and black folks in general. So yeah, go check him out. Get some really dope beats going. And let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Hey. What do you guys want to what do you guys want to start hey. with, man? You do like interviews or some shit we should talk about, like topical shit. Uh, let's switch it up. All right. DJ LLJ Cool. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. You, you sat in on a bit of the unchanging, and I know from that, of the last episode of the Ramen Beast, uh-huh. and you sounded like you were considering some of your options on the ride up to the studio today right. in right. the Mega Reactor Buddha Spine. Did I hit that? Correcto. Yes. So... That's the name of the place, by the way. Oh yeah, the Mega name. Reactor Buddhist Spine. We got it from. Uh, well, I got Super it from God. Super God comic book. Who was that written by? Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Mega Reactor Buddhist Spine. Okay. It was a place where they were creating a god. Got it. This is the whole premise of the story. Like human beings start creating gods. Shout ah. out to. Them. You guys put me on to something. Yo, it's dope. You read comic books at all? A little bit. I was big uh, on... I took, I, I took all the energy away from Late's question. I'm, I meant to talk to you about that new Powers of Ten. You read that? I did read that. Mm, Powers of Ten. Check out that new X-Men, was, X-Men shit. Yeah, I was just on. I was just going to say Marvel for the most okay. part. Marvel Comics. But um, watched most of it on TV, to be okay. honest. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But back to your question. Uh, What was he considering? Convenience stores. Uh-huh. Let's just go ahead and get Let's it out the way. Let's get that yeah, out yeah, the way. Yeah. All right. Um. So. So Family, family Mart, Seven Eleven, Lawson's, Lawson's, Mary Lawson. Fuck Kill. I probably have to. I probably have to kill Seven Eleven. Okay. A lot of people want to marry Seven Eleven, but I have to kill him. Um. Not that I hate Seven Eleven. <laughs> like A lot of people want to marry Seven Eleven, but I have to kill him. Yeah. Uh, I like how you sign gender to 7-Eleven too. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> kill, him. <laughs> kill this nigga. Kill it, motherfucker. Um, Surprisingly, a lot yeah. of people want to marry 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Reason behind this is um, actually where I work, there's uh, there's two Lawson's. There's a regular Lawson and a natural. The natural is kind of like my favorite right now, mm-hmm. simply because 
they keep a lot of the like healthier snacks. They got dope products. And the the uh, alcohol beverage section, they tend to keep a lot more of the If we're being really real, stuff. Natural Lawson's is probably the best of the convenience stores when it comes to yeah. edible shit. Right, exactly. Is so, that where you got that Hennessy from? No, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> they, no, they deliver they were fresh out. Yeah, they, 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 uh, he's on, he's on that Negro mailing list. He gets one in like a loot crate box every month with all. It comes with like Newport Kings, Nico Mines, <laughs> New, Newport Kings, <laughs> a bottle of Henny, <laughs> Great I Fanta. Out a, I filled out a comment card asking for Black and Miles, but they, uh, I don't know if they got oh, back to man. me. Anyway, for some reason, no matter what convenience store you get a loot box from, it always has Fami Chicky in it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So for that reason, I probably have to marry losses, my man. Okay, I have to marry right. losses. Um, we used to make the caveat that you, it, when you say Lawson's, you only get regular ass Lawson's. I mean, but, I always yeah. felt like that Lawson's was a bit of a, you know, trying to put your thumb on the scale. But, uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, to be specific, I, I probably have to marry the, um, the uh, natural Lawson. I think I'll live longer if that was like the okay. only store I had to mess with. Uh, now, anyway. <laughs> now there's a, there's, a, there's a new subset to this question. Okay. Outside of the top three, what is your favorite convenience store? We got Tomomi, Mini Stomp, Papura, Daily Yamazaki, uh, Sunkus. Sometimes yeah. we don't like to talk about it. We don't want to influence you, but Suncus is trash. So never go there <laughs> in your whole yeah, life. Yeah, they they shut one down in my neighborhood. So that's that, probably that for rats. Me, there's a reason. Well, there's probably a reason. Or racism. Neighbor, one know? of them. <laughs> or just stress. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like stress yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, man, I don't really have a. If I had to go with a favorite, it'd probably be the natural. Mm. But uh, every now and then, you know, like. Depending on the hour, like and what's available, I'm not gonna turn away 7-Eleven. You know, what I mean? I'm not. Gonna, no, but I mean, like you fuck but, with like Mini Stop or some uh, shit. Like, what's up? You know they got soft cream in there. That is correct. Mm. That is a loaded question. Though. Yo, is this that but, Fred Page shit? Mm. Um. Okay. To answer it, uh, Mind Design actually. Favorite is probably, probably the Mind Design's filthy. Shots out the Mind Design. L A B C. Friend of the show. Is he? Nah, I mean he's friends of friends of the show. Okay. <laughs> Yo, he's good. This is not information. No, no, When I met when I met my design, he was with the homie Mike Soups, and Mike Soups okay. is a friend of the show. So I mean, by the transitive property, Obama is a friend of the show. Well, one one degree is close. Yeah. Um. So let's let's go with uh, Family Lawson favorite shop. Okay. Family shit. Lawson. Family. Natural Lawson. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that must be some new shit I didn't hear about on the fucking Kahin Tohoku line or some shit. <laughs> but word up. Yes, All right, well, let's go. Let's go. What type of hip hop shit you listen to right now? Right now, um, oh, we should say you're really, a fucking DJ, right? You, you're a DJ out here. I'm a DJ out here. Yeah, to, to start to and start a beat it off. maker. Yes. Okay. Um, prime for the most part, primarily in Japan, I've been a DJ. Um, I came to Japan messing with beats for the most part, and just by chance, by accident, you know, people saw me with some equipment. Was like, listen, we got a event, and we don't have a DJ. Do you think you can like put something together? Next thing you know, I'm buying a controller and I'm DJing that night. Okay. I was a, I was born that night, you know, as a mm. DJ. Oh, word. I never really came up into turntables. Damn, that's even more immediate than late shit. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's just really by happenstance. How okay. long have you been out here? Um, Seven years now. Hey, oh, we right shit. There. Seven years. So we all right when there, I right? met, you were like three years in? Yeah, just about. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've probably been DJing for like year and a half two maybe three. Mm. Oh damn um so yeah but um yeah i dj um i really prefer like the kind of setup you have here control vinyl um serato you know what i mean because like i really dig the turntablism aspect of it mm. um Respect. and 
I'm not by any way, shape, or form like a pro or anything like that. But always, I'm always working on the scratching and juggling. M- and musical selection is a little bit but more the, important than technical the, ability, I would say. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What but kind of what kind of sets you usually play? Um, usually, it's closer to the top forty-ish, but primarily so you with that new Billie Eilish. Primarily hip-hop. You got that shit nah, late? I don't got that. I got one. Yeah? I don't yeah. know any of it. I was just trying to be an asshole. Okay. Apparently, I'm the asshole. <laughs> I don't got <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I hear she's good for pop music, though. Is that right? I don't know. Like, is it good? What's up? She's got an interesting aesthetic. Mm. I can see why the kids like it. Oh, hold on. Let's, yeah, get that Yeah, get that energy up, late. Right here. Let's see what you... Mm. Wait, is this a remix or no? This oh, is this is not Billy. Oh, okay, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> like damn, I'm, I'm no info so far, for those. So, yeah, so, far, so, so, <laughs> so far, so good. I'm B-I-L. Like, B-I-L. <laughs> Man, because she flagrant. Hey. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, you don't know money, well, problems. Yeah, get off the podcast. But you thought this was the new Billy Eilish shit. Yeah, okay. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. A Japanese person put me onto her. Hmm. Um, so yeah, you asked me, what do I play? You know, I play what the crowd wants to hear for the most part, mm. but I, I try to throw in the crowd little, is trash. The crowd is tra- <laughs> doo doo buttered, but I try to throw in a little bit of who I am and my, my sound selection mm. and kind of play what, you know, the play on my name. So I'll throw in a lot of LL tracks and shit like that. Okay. A lot of remix. I like love remixes, mm-hmm. especially if the beat is something that you wouldn't expect to go with yeah. the, ver- the verse. Yo, at the, um, the last... Uh, what's my shit called? Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's that shit that uh, I put together gonna, every month that I do every month? You're gonna have to tell me, sir. At that last shit at the end when you were playing, you dropped that. Uh, I don't know what it was. It Sega. was like a Sega, yeah, with the oh, Sega sample. Yeah, that's that's the um, the boy uh, Nameless. Mm. He's a beat maker out of I want to say Michigan. Mm. Yeah, Detroit. I don't know if he's from Detroit. Anyway, um, I've been listening to that cat since like early early low end theory like he's been oh. one of those dudes on the scene soundcloud dope remixes um back when like 8-bit flips were like real heavy yeah. on the L- in the la side dilly flips and stuff like mm-hmm. that he's one of those dudes so okay I always kept that i always keep that dude in the crates yeah i was saying man like um you i usually don't hear a lot of that stuff like nobody really drops like ground slava or uh fucking nobody or you know what i mean like yeah. some of those, like like free the robots type of mixes or anything so yeah. i would like to i would like to see sets like that we should do something like that man sometime. absolutely i'm all for those low-end type of uh, yeah. beat maker sets that's kind of where i was going with the first question was you know for the most part i play what people are going to respond to but now if i can play like the stuff that i like and it captures somebody's attention then it's like okay let me build on that so no from doubt. there i would definitely love to build a collective of like minds that would come mm. just for that no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I think all those type of scenes are absolutely uh, possible. Like at the at the last collusion, I was surprised, man. A lot of people hit laid up to to go and play. Like people that we didn't know. Like motherfuckers, just like I found this on the internet somehow, and I would like to come DJ there. So I think it would be really dope, late if you got that shit at a place that was like you know a bar, or more bigger, conducive. Man. Yeah, or like yeah. with with tables or you know a larger setup because. That shit, like the concept. A lot of people will want to be a part of that. Absolutely, the a lot concept, of people. Be, the concept is dope. It's brilliant. What, what? And that's what drew me to it. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to explain for our listeners. Collusion is like an open platter, like DJ, um, out like forum, right? So you can come in there and then you can just plug in your hard drive or your laptop and and play a music set. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Toss toss um 
what go hawk you you charge like five bucks yeah. some shit like that mm-hmm. you can play like a set of anything you want like so, open format you know what i mean yeah. so uh I, I got people that are like yo i'm coming to tokyo do you know somewhere i could play they just want to play in tokyo it, and it's yeah. like yeah so be on the lookout for that when does it happen late last friday of every other month that's right exactly um what is it it's august now so yeah. odd number months okay yeah word up Okay, well, well, what else is going on in the world today, man? Like, Billie Eilish album. You know what tripped me out recently? <laughs> this is like, this is a... <laughs> not, to, not to cut you off about that artist, but... um. Oh, no, I would... Yeah, Megan, why don't you elaborate on that? Uh, no, sound. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. Y'all using a lot of big words and shit. Since I don't understand what they mean, I'm going to take it as disrespect. Hey, you got the <laughs> Watch largest your mouth. Gra- you got the largest grant. Yo, can hey. I get a little bit of that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, please, yeah, man. pour please. it up, man. I brought it as just as a gag, but please feel free. A gag? Just as a, just like, like, hey. A- Cheers, man. Just say when. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> more than enough. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you got I think you got more in you. Like you could do more. <laughs> um, Man, where were we? Um, yeah. Like a lot of stuff is good like that. Billy Eilish, Mo Money, Mo Problems remix. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a that's fire. phenomenal act. Yeah, <laughs> top five. <laughs> I just so. I've never played it before today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I mean like like a, I think man, a lot of artists are a good example of that. Like Big Crit, J Cole. Like yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's it's absolutely fine. Yeah. And Crit is more than fine. Crit is great. But there's just something where there's like a disconnect where it doesn't really like sync up with me where i am right now where i'm like oh yeah this is exactly what i need, I need to, to hear this. yeah yeah well, like we, a couple tracks he's released recently like energy or uh oh, that's um, super dope. learn 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 from texas yeah like those tracks i was like oh shit yeah but then actually i haven't heard the the newest album i, I listened to the ep but apparently the new album isn't like anything you know new or groundbreaking either or right. you know so much music that. is so much music is like that. We were just having this conversation on the last recording. Like, a, a lot of stuff is just fine. Like, yeah. you listen to any of the people who are trying to make like swag rap, like trap music. Mm-hmm. It all sounds just fine to me. But the right. thing that makes the thing that makes it that separates like the trash guys from the guys who are just fine is like they're they're kind of like. Um, you know the intangibles like sometimes it's just like something special about this person their voice or how they put something together but because of that music genre is so formulaic that it is yeah. processed it's a certain type of sound Yo, it can just be fine it's crazy it's like a, a recent nothing event that me and uh, jay just did together mm-hmm. it was it was one of my first times like putting together like a club set yeah. Which is basically like I just played trap music the whole way through, <laughs> like over two hours of just like straight trap music. Yeah, and a lot of the songs I had because I like them, and then some of them because I knew they were hot. But it was my first time being like, "Yo, I'm like an hour in, and it's the same drums, it's the same stuff." Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I got like another hour to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to the end and I was like, yo, Jay, I'm going to try this one track. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Billy Eilish. <laughs> Mo money. When in doubt. Yeah, but I like playing shit that I like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That's what makes it hard, increasingly hard as a DJ, you know what I mean? Like the type of events. What you play depends on the promotion. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm what you could call a hater. There's a lot of shit that I just don't like and a lot of themes that I just don't like in a lot of different like areas of of the culture that um 
they just bother me like yeah. when people come in and they play like you know all the shit that sounds the same i'm just like come on man where's your character no like you're so safe in this yeah. and it, it just it just tends to bother me when people take that approach and it's like I, sh I can't hate on it because a lot of people want to listen to that but i feel like if you want to listen to that why don't you why don't you fucking just play your ipad or yeah. your 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 spotify playlist like people don't seem to break records like yeah. whenever i go out and, and it's not even just like with the contemporary shit it's like if you go out to somebody that's playing like it's like oh this is a hip-hop event yeah. they play all the safe fucking regular a-side joints from nas and everything like where's the dope b-side cuts like mm -hmm. you just don't see a lot of variety and it's, well, it's like why people aren't listening to records anymore you know what i mean they're just getting it off of their record pools record pools and, you know? and, and what's dope or like like if I wanted to, if I wanted to go, do, like for example, this event that you just did, this all trap event, mm -hmm. I know enough trap songs that I could populate like a good forty-five minutes of shit that I actually like. Yeah. Outside of that, all I got to do is just hop on Spotify, look at a playlist or two, see songs that got a lot of plays, and then I'm good to go. Yeah. And people can do that for almost any single genre of music: sure. old school, funk, soul, house, whatever you want it to be. But because of that ease of access, it seems like everything is kind of it's watered. Down, it's watered. The art is watered down now so like i think that there's no i don't, I don't think i don't think that that makes you a hater i mean it just means that you want more out of your well, you know what you pay for or the, the dj the reason it makes me a hater is because <clears throat> i'm such a small minute voice on this opinion like most people don't really give a shit about it and the people in the in the events that are more popular are going to be those type of events and like like at collusion those guys were playing perfectly great tracks but they were all basically like the hot new um the hot new tracks it's like okay here's the cardi b okay here's the baby joint the baby. okay here's like the 03 greedo joint yeah. it's like okay i give you props for the 03 greedo joint but i yeah. mean like everybody knows that cardi and b. i'm sure they like those tracks indeed I, I indeed I, 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 what but I even when he went even when old boy shout out to him went to reggae he played bob marley i'm just yeah, like yeah like, educa like, educators that's what we can like yeah, well, i expect why, that like, at least that out of a dj or like you're if you're gonna play Bob Marley, I expect your next selection to be somewhat connected to that, so it shows me your train of thought. Like that's what I look for. So like even if I think there's for one, this is like low hanging fruit for me. Yeah, it is. It's easy, but I no, think no shots fired. Like you I know, I would say it to his face, but I mean, and I, I like nobody dislikes Bob, but I'm just like yo, it's a crowd I just, pleaser. It's a I crowd was, pleaser, and it, it. I was just saying that I like reggae. Yeah. Like you could have hit me with like a Cableton or yeah. anything. <sighs> You know, in our art, and then what you know about that? Yeah, fucking <laughs> Cableton's one of my favorite. Bad Da, or yeah. you know, Barrington, or something like. I, I think Some that Buju. that's kind of my biggest issue with DJing here in in Tokyo, and I kind of just don't want to do it myself personally. Like, I yeah. understand, like, what what is for for you two? Like, late, what is the difference between you like doing an event where you can play what you want and you gigging? Do you have like a separation between that? Do you prefer one to the other? Like, cause you actually gig. Like, you'll be like, they'll be like, "Yo, we need a DJ to play this," and you can do that. Well, I'm not gonna front like I'm, like a in-demand DJ. You know what I mean? But the few gigs that I've been offered or requested, uh, where you know there's a theme or something, it's not just you know like, oh, we want you. You know, it's like, oh, here's the theme for the night. Play the theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. Like, I, I feel like I know enough music where I can find some stuff that I like to play to whatever genre or sound. Yeah. But when you have that kind of 
you know, limitation on it. It, it makes it a little bit more interesting because a lot of the stuff, like my regular stuff, I play whatever I want. And I, I, some, I find myself sometimes playing a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Maybe because it's just fresher in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, this would sound good after this. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, this artist. And, you know. But uh, when you have that limitation, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, uh, what else is there? And I got to, like, dig a little bit deeper and, like, See, play I, something I, else. I, I respect what Late does because we'll be out. If it's, like, a hip-hop joint where he's playing hip-hop, Late's, Late's playing our, our friends that are here that are dope music artists. He's yeah. playing other local artists that don't get a lot of saturation. He's mm -hmm. playing underground shit, and he's playing popular shit. I like that type of diversity in a in a hip hop DJ, and I think Lake kills it with that. Yeah. Uh, usually, when I've seen him, but I just don't really see that a lot out here from other places. It's yeah, it's kind of nuts to me, and and we have that that group DJs of Tokyo, right? Which is like a new group with a bunch of our friends and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna ask him like, how often do you play local artist shit? The only person I really see doing that is Late. To yeah. be honest with you, late or it'll be at a beat show where the beat makers, the DJ is playing beat makers who are there, which is a kind of a given. Yeah. But you just don't really catch that when you're at, you know, some some, you know, bar that's a hip hop theme night. It's like yeah. they're not playing Yagi. I think that that is kind of if we're ever going to like expound on this culture, like, you know, supporting your local artists. Um, you have to do what Late's doing, but also you have to create mixes so that people that who don't know who Late is as an artist, as an individual, um, they have a chance to okay, let me see what what's you know character. What, yeah, exactly. You know, so if he has a if he has a playlist, especially of locals, um, and then we go to see Late at his show, and those local artists are there, it just makes sense because now when he plays them, people recognize it, and you kind of get like a, a second touch. For those artists so it, yeah. and you just keep growing from there and i think that's the approach if you're going to build your own following and your own uh subscriber base of, of people who come to party yeah. but um like if you're a t you know just like a top 40 dj you're just learning you know what i mean yeah. like you got to play what people recognize or else you might not get booked again so yeah. i do get that part of it yeah but that, you know, that's those are those are events that I I'm not interested stay away in from yeah. yeah and then that's kind of what's made me fall back it's like okay I'm I, I've, I've gotten what I've needed out of this experience mm -hmm. and right now I'm just at the point where I want to hear what I think is dope and I want to find people who think it's dope as well yeah. so like it sounds selfish as a DJ but it's it's not selfish yeah. it's like hey this is who I am as an individual and I know there are other people who can appreciate it so now it's my responsibility to kind of like grow a following and and reach out to other djs that might be interested in doing yeah. something like that that's why spaces like um like speakeasy or pipe club or even like the hangout mm. are dope because you know the diversity yeah is kind of crazy yeah like nobody's in there like playing top 40 because they have to play top 40 if they drop a top 40 song it's because they like it yeah. or you know they decided to rock the crowd right there if if one of my partners are in there and he's just so happens to be in the Afrobeat, i'll drop everything i don't care about the rest of the crowd depending on the promotion of course and just play Afrobeat for the rest of the night because it's like you know what i appreciate you coming out you know what yeah. i'm saying like you're supporting what i'm doing right now let me impress this guy and 
you know, I can also spice it up with some stuff that people recognize if it's a remix. It might be an Afrobeat joint with Drake on it. So right. it's like I'm kind of like catering to both parties. But at the same time, it's not late. It's not safe. It's not yeah. lazy. You know, mm. I, mean, I, I probably will yeah. clear the crowd. But, you know, like uh, that's the risk yeah. I'm willing to take. You know, I'm, I'm speaking primarily from the, the point of view of a, a listener and a person that's within the venue listening to the music because I don't really DJ out here like that. And I don't really have any intention of being a DJ. Like I'm down to like do like at, at most like one gig a month. And that's got to be somewhere where it's just like I kind of have free reign or like, you know, a beat show or 100%. fucking collusion or hot. I could definitely do that because those are my sensibilities. I know at hot or collusion, I can play you know the the other shit that i listen to that's not hip-hop and i know at at beat the best i can play whatever the fuck i want in hip-hop yeah, gotta get to but those. but like um you know as, as just a listener out here i just what I, I i i would like a little bit more character but i at the same time i'm i'm also uh a strange animal when it comes to music in the first place so my mm -hmm. sensibilities tend to differ from a lot of you know regular listeners like most people that listen to music and are in these places they're not like music enthusiasts they like music but they're going that's out for a I mean, social that's dynamics a exactly. even just when i was saying those events those spaces where you know it's dope to have that freedom i struggled a little bit man like there aren't many spaces like that and not at all even you know it's i don't want to paint everything with a wide brush but i would even guess even in america there aren't a lot of thriving spaces where it's kind of right. just like oh yeah come fuck around yeah. and it's you know kind of popping like yeah. that yeah like everybody's you know not every but well, you know there's like a theme mm -hmm. or there's a vibe and yeah. nobody really varies out of that the breakdown is kind of super unique in that they they've got like a good location and even though it's a hip-hop event they mm -hmm. kind of you know get yeah. into some other shit pretty often and they, there's they play really no restrictions on it yeah, yeah because because the era of hip-hop that they're coming from they're able to incorporate original songs because they're it's so rich so you might hear jazz soul funk disco within their sets because they're kind of pulling from you know hip-hop samples to go into so it's a it's a magical place and that's a, one of the places i always dig going to yeah. and even there you'll hear like you know you'll hear all the 90s boom bap shit that you love but then you also hear that one cut that's like yo i haven't heard this in two mm. decades yeah you'd be so surprised like, like throwing in that. some yeah some old funk or some old jazz yeah, that people's like damn this is dope and i i just appreciate being surprised yeah you know what i mean that's like, what that's what i want to get from it like i don't want to get like oh i need to shazam this song but i want to get like whoa what yo this sounds really interesting right. and i don't necessarily need to know it from shazam like for my own benefit but like sometimes it's nice to be subjected to some shit that you weren't expecting to love and i love when people can hit me to that it's like when i'm out i would love to be surprised if somebody drops like a nicholas f joint i'm like what <laughs> like it's amazing that like you know, because I just feel like in today's marketplace, there's so much tremendously dope, good music of any variety that it surprises me when people only play the popular shit. Yeah. It's like, yo, this if you like swaggy trap rap shit, there is a lot of dope shit that is not Cardi B. There's a lot mm. of dope shit that is not artists that are, you know, 
super like they have a million plays on on your Spotify playlist. Even the Japanese artists that are picking up this style, I think that shit's super dope, man. Like the cats like Ko K O H H yeah. whatever his name is. When I first heard his joints, I was like, oh shit. You know, he's a very so interesting like, artist, man. Yeah. yeah, even like the new Miyachi shit is fucking dope too. There's like, I think that's my biggest issue, and maybe it's because the nature of who I am and the way we run this podcast is like I'm constantly subjecting myself to music and critiquing it from, like, you know, a, a critic, a critic's eye sometimes. Yeah. You know, instead of just like rocking with it. Yeah. But but like I just would like more variety. Sure. in people and, and i don't think it's ever really been to the point where there was like everybody was on board with more variety but i think that the maybe the value of djs has changed somewhat because of technology ease of access and just general public sentiment about music yeah it, it's a weird it's a weird thing for me where where are you getting your music from these days um generally um i will pull from a record pool but if I'm like searching for myself, I when you guys say record pool. What are you guys talking about? Uh, a record pool is like um, it's a sub- usually a subscription based model where um, you have access to uh, all f- a bunch of musical files that are kind of deemed to be the new hot or available to DJs. So right. say if you subscribe to a record pool, it's like you go to their funk crates and you see like not only the new dope shit, but the old the old shit and you can just import that into your library and use it um as music i would say one of the best ones out there to check out is um the beat junkies one because they they have a lot of the older older joints and they give you suggestions on you know different years to and and they they bring back a lot of stuff that you forget about some some of those record pools are are really dope because they're curated by people who are really knowledgeable in in you know music. It's like it's like J Rock and them guys. It, you know, with with the Beat Junkie shit, it's like if Scheme Richards was giving you access to like his mm. crates and telling you which ones are dope or which ones he's having success with right now. You have that access with record pools, but like even you know with pirating and like Spotify, like having access to streaming services like Apple or Google Play or whatever, it's like you can use that and just be like you you go. Oh, just hit the little funk icon and it's all of a sudden it's like oh this is the new hot yeah. and you take it down a rabbit hole and just yeah. find it yourself but kind of cheating but it I is mean, absolutely it, it, it def- but yeah. I, I think it's not des- it wasn't necessarily designed for DJs per right. se but like pe- just listeners but right. there, I don't I, at the same time I don't think there's nothing wrong with it it just right it depends on how you piece together your set because even I think like look you can get all the dopest songs that are out now. Right. That doesn't make you. That doesn't make your set dope, in my opinion. Word. It, what makes you dope? I think the average person usually feels that way, though. Yeah. What makes you dope is how you can transition. Like your transitions. Are you scratching? Are yeah. you mixing? Uh, is there like a, a key phrase that you're going from one song yeah. to the next? Yeah. So that the shows flow me your creativity. Because um, going back to what we we're talking about, like the top forty stuff that everybody's familiar with, it works. But what's gonna separate you from every other DJ is your 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 play style, your sensibilities, like your the things that you're you're educating the crowd on. Right. Is it a key phrase? Is it a is it a uh uh what was I gonna say? Uh a motif. A motif, thank you. Um it might just be like a, a certain sound, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. There's a time and a place for all of it. Yeah. And we're, it sounds like we're being critical of, you know, DJs right now. Yeah. But I think really it comes down to the crowd. Sure. Yeah. Because 
like like we've been saying when when you're playing these you know top 40 sets mm -hmm. at these certain venues or events it's because of where you are and mm -hmm. the audience yeah, exactly. like it's super easy to lose somebody who doesn't listen to anything but top 40 right and I, I if they're not like uh refined is kind of a it's got some connotation to it if they're not like uh, a patient kind of listener they they might be gone after the first yeah. song that you play that they don't recognize because yeah. a lot of them are just there to party right they're not necessarily there to listen to music so there's that you're competing with that yeah. you know and then i think it's like an 80 20 on yeah. that and it's so crazy how like somebody will walk up to you and you know they they don't look like they're deep into any kind of music and they'll ask you oh play this song and i'm like oh man i don't i don't have that song not that it's whack or anything it's just that oh i would i would never expect anybody to request that song and you're probably the only person <laughs> right. that wants to hear it but it's not a bad song you know what trips me out even worse is the beat like, i'm going into like dj lingo but the bpms will be like a good yeah 65 if it's a trap song or 70 and they want to hear something that's like way yeah. out of that range. Right. And it's like, Ugh. I mean, everybody's kind of feeling this right now, but I'll try to get your joint yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a lot of like the things that we're talking about are just unex like unintended consequences of the way that the market works, the way that the music industry and technology functions. Like, yeah. like you know, back in the day, people would hide their records because they wanted their records to be unique, and there was a sense of pride in being able to drop something. Yeah. We can no longer do that. Like same thing with sampling. Like, yeah. fucking the the cat is out the bag. Like, yeah. there's no way to put it back in. Who sampled it is fucking alive and direct. And it's like, you know, if you're of the culture, you know not to be pointing at shit out because, like, this jeopardizes an artist. You can't just be posting, like, oh, here's a, here's what he used, here's what he used. Like, you don't want to do that. But to, to the average person that, that just wants to know what it is, they're going to do that. And, yeah. you know, they're going to sample from, uh, you know, you sample from YouTube instead of records nowadays. So all of these unintended consequences, like, when people have... when when the value of uh, of a dj being uh, a refined music listener somebody that goes out pulls records and has an ear and judges a crowd in some way when that bar is lowered to the point where you can start djing in a day then that's just the unintended that's just a consequence of it it doesn't mean that people that start the way that you started don't have any place within the the industry or they should do us, it that man. way well, well, i think well, same I think for me i had like me a too. month like, head I'm not really start a DJ. on when i was you know you know playing I, and I, fucking loaded a usb up and yeah. fucked around and, and it's I like it's like there that's fine because as long as you take the craft seriously you can become generally good at it but also there's also you know just a bar that people the average listener just doesn't really care about certain elements of your technical ability as long as you're able to scratch that itch for what they want to hear yeah. and that's why i think popular music always dominates the you know the the airwaves the market space because people usually just listen to pop music and they don't think too critically about it well the thing i think the technology aspect of it yes it does kind of set oversaturate the djs you know whether in tokyo or in this or stateside um i think there's a pro to this whole thing like it makes it makes the average guy have to work harder to stand out and what i mean by that is everybody has access to the same tracks you do right right but what's going to separate you is can you make your own remixes mm, you yeah. know you got to make your own shit now like you got to take you got to be able to have a little bit of 
production knowledge, whether it be right. by DAW or hardware, to make your own original remix to this yeah. song. So like nobody has access to it. They don't. They have to come to your show yeah. to hear that joint. Right. And eventually, when it's popular enough, you can release it and then give access to everyone. Um, ah, there was another point I have. Right. This Henny's kind of hey, t- took it from. It kind of took doing it from me. Un- um, unintended consequences of the marketplace <laughs> and technology that Henny. Yeah. yeah, that's another one. Well, uh, Yo, but, you um, know, like we, who we, are some of your favorite DJs out here in Japan or just in Tokyo? In to- oh, uh, man, I I don't think I have any, bro. To be honest, like it's it's not it's not a diss. It's just I don't I don't really study or follow any of them. Um, I do have a lot of friends and I do enjoy their sets, but you know it's like what we're talking about now it's safe. a lot of them are safe yeah. um and i haven't been out to enough uh events to say like dude i i want to get in this guy's back pocket pause sure and just absorb everything he knows um a lot of the dudes that i i like kind of studied were like turntablist and um scratch djs and stuff mm-hmm. like that stay side um i wanted to answer one of you guys like kind of signature questions about like who would you be uh, your senpai my senpai uh, and I can't really call this dude a senpai because I've only like studied under him like for like a couple of days well that question is more who would you like I love to I get props from yeah, get yeah, props yeah. from yeah um, this dude by the name of DJ Precision um, out of New York one of the illest uh, turntables I've ever I've ever seen and like um I actually got a chance to tour New York with the Pipe Club. This was a couple years back. Okay. Um, we did some sets like on a, a cruise ship, like a rooftop joint, and it was all fun. But I was there mostly to like connect with. I got family in New York, and um, but also like just obs- you know absorb some of their culture, but also learn. I was still you know fresh to DJing, I would say. And they have this uh, turntablism course um, by uh, Native in- uh, Native Instruments. Mm. They, anyway, they were, they were workshopping in uh, Manhattan. And the first dude who taught the course was a dude by the name of DJ Codes. Um, and yeah, I mean, he went over the basics. We used, we didn't use any of the uh, scratch vinyl. It was like all regular vinyl records. And we worked on juggling. We worked on notation. Backspinning. Backspinning, um, chirps, baby scratches, all the, just the fundamental stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, I, like I, I had no clue that he would be teaching the next class, but this dude DJ DJ Precision, like just check him out. The Executioners, yeah. you ever heard of Executioners? Uh, Absolutely. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure mm-hmm. temperature check. Now <laughs> we were uh, we we just had Neil Armstrong on the podcast, and he was with the Fifth Platoon, but his his teachers were um, Total Eclipse and uh, Mr. Sinister of the okay, Executioners. Well, there we so, go. Yeah. All right, that's another that's another rest in one. peace, Rock Raider. Rock Raider, <laughs> throw your X's up for that man. Um, so yeah, it'd be, I guess it's a toss up between Eclipse and Precision. Yeah, those yeah, cats are those phenomenal, are man. Sick, man. Like that whole, uh, I'm, uh, I've been talking to Neil. Ah, maybe I shouldn't put it out on the air, but yeah, I've been talking to Neil about like some real turntablism type of classes out here. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's, it's a good idea. There's a couple it's, of schools. I think it's it's primarily taught in Japanese though. So I yeah, mean, I don't know. I think Ken Ken One has uh he does some teaching. Did you say Kensuke also teaches DJing? Kensuke teaches. Shout out to Kensuke. The youth. So the most important. Who is my favorite DJ in Tokyo? Kensuke. Kensuke? Yeah. I think sh- uh, Shimokawa Coco DJ Coco man. Well, Coco is the best. Yeah, he's no doubt. he's uh, an outlier. 
okay. also I also like Shuri Bradshaw. I like her vibes. Absolutely. Yuki Beb is also really good. Oh, um, Yuki Beb is yeah. really really dope at, at um, uh, but with with them it's kind of like I have to catch them on a night where I'm vibing with the music more. Like I want to hear that, or they're just on a different type of like you know wave instead yeah. of so, some music I just don't care for like that. Even uh, from the dopest DJs. It's a but, move. Yeah, yeah, but but they're really dope. Okay. So but yeah. um, shit, Kaz is also super dope too. Yeah, I mean uh, DC three. Yeah, you heard of DJ oh. Hokuto? I've heard of. Yeah, I have, don't think. I've but seen, I don't think I've seen. I've seen him. Him. He he is, yeah, he's yeah. ill. He's dope. I, I mean, a lot him. of the people in the circle are. I mean, if you know their names, they're probably dope because yeah. they giggle establish themselves yeah. somehow yeah. yo this is a this turned into a really interesting conversation about this the state of hip uh dj culture in in uh tokyo through our eyes yeah well, we, have we you were you in that. tokyo the whole time you've been out here uh yeah i mean i work in tokyo but live in yokohama so i bounce between those two cities and like a lot, a lot of times if i'm coming out it's usually the dj so like i'm not actually going to shows per se so um i'm sure there's a lot of dope stuff I'm missing. But what's what's the difference between Yokohama and Tokyo? Yokohama and Tokyo, I would say. Well, if I'm going to Yokohama, usually there's somebody foreign that I know there, versus Tokyo, where it's just mostly Japanese mm-hmm. or the events Japanese. You know what I mean? So I don't go out to, to- Yokohama much for shows, but I'd be out there for work sometimes. Okay. Well, every Monday I'd be out there. Yeah. I yeah. think if I was to move away from Tokyo, I would move to Yokohama before I moved to Saitama or to Chiba or some shit. But there are some nice ass areas in Yokohama. Yokohama's dope, man. Yeah. It's got a different, a different vibe too. Yeah, it's its own. I people have said that Yokohama has got more like of a Osaka chill kind of cool vibe than Tokyo. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. There's, or a, not, there's a big suburb wise, I would say Yokohama, like residential area, Yokohama or yeah. Setagaya Ku, like. Yokohama's Words probably a little bit dope. more conservative than Osaka, but it, it, they definitely have their own similarities. Kind of chill, like it's its own thing, you know what I mean? Words. So, yep, yep. Let's get some more temperature check questions off before we go into uh, the break here. All right. uh, okay, so um, your favorite MC when you were 16? DMX. Favorite DMX album? It's Dark and Hell is Hot. I think that's my favorite too. The yeah. first joint. Stop I don't think I've ever listened to a DMX album. Yeah? yeah. Is Although, that right? I don't think so. It's Dark and Hell is Hot is actually pretty good. There's yeah. quite a few. That's actually, yeah, that's my favorite for sure. Stop yeah. being I mean, greedy. there are only three that, Get at me that dog. matter, right? There's, the, you know what's crazy is like DMX released all three of those albums within a 12-month time. Fir- yeah. Really DMX the, the game. Yeah. yeah. All of them went multi-platinum too, yeah. with, which is crazy to think about his career and his longevity because it all happened fairly quickly. Like Rough Riders came out around the same time and then like he's heralded as being like this great cultural capstone for sound and then like it's just like for the last 20 years people have been like DMX, DMX, DMX but yeah. really that shit was just like a when he has hit. less longevity than J. Cole. True. I mean, not longevity in terms of people appreciating his music, but like he was on the top. On top. L- yeah. Less long than Kendrick or it was like J. a Cole year or two. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just put out so much like in a short span that it was like it kind of, you know. It's kind of crazy, actually, because it went from him to, I guess, Jay for a little bit. And then Ja, ja Rule had and then were, it came all, back to Jay. Yeah, th- those three were kind of like the. They the were almost on the same yeah. level in the same group, working like, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was and supposed to be those three. 
and kinda DMX shortly just blew after up Fifty kind of had his run. Yeah, Fifty was kind of yeah. like the New York, uh, yeah. you know, the next wave of New York rappers. He right. kind of put. Well, you know, Jay's had a solid career throughout the whole time, but Fifty definitely, you know, DMX fell by the wayside. Ja Rule fell by the wayside. Eventually, Fifty Cent fell by the yep. wayside. But right. you know, it's crazy to think that though. Yeah, okay. So. DMX, what about uh, favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan? Uh, this is uh, unchanging, yeah? Let's not take a break. Okay, let's keep it moving then. Yeah. Okay. Favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan? This is a tough, tough one for me. Um, I'd probably go with Jizza. Probably go with Jizza, yeah. Favorite Wu-Tang project? Um, 36 Chambers. Fa- Besides 36 Chambers. Mm. Besides 36 Chambers. Uh, Let's go solo project, because I know you ain't about to say the eighth diagram is like your favorite. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the W, the Iron Flag. I heard uh, my guy Martin Screlly let me hear uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the million dollar album, Silver um, Rings, top five all time. Um, solo solo project like by artists? No, by uh, by, by a member the Wu Tang Clan. By a member of the Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's the Pillage by Capadonna. Redemption yeah, by that, Golden that, Arms. That too. <laughs> I love Probably Pillage. Maybe Bobby. Bobby Digital. Bobby, mm, Di- Digital. Bobby Digital and Stereo. Yeah, yeah that's like, a praise like for that. Rizzo yeah. today. Yeah, we yeah. we kind of did get off on that. What about your favorite uh, Tribe Called Quest album? Mm. I'm a Midnight Marauders guy uh, myself. Yeah, I was gonna go Midnight Mid- Mid- Midnight Marauders. It's either that. I was or gonna Lowen. say it's gotta be one of those two, but I wouldn't be mad at anybody that was like, "Thank you for your service." Now, yeah, I would be yeah. surprised if somebody said Love Movement, but other than that, I'm. Fine I would with be everybody. surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah. very I'd be, surprised. It's like they really like Consequence. <laughs> <laughs> consequence, top five all time. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, the first album you bought with your own money? Oh, this is funny. Um, Timbaland and Magoo. Magoo, Magoo. Hey, which that one? Was the first, the one, basement the first joint. No, the, that was the first joint they had. The I first don't even project. remember, man. Oh, man. I fuck with so Magoo, man. Love, that joint, that love to love the love, yeah. I mean, yeah. because like Timberland's production was crazy, and this was before I was like influenced by anything. Like, you know, I had like I t- mean, ten bucks in my pocket. I was like, ah, oh, this looks cool. Let me check this out. It's one of those things like humans like those kind of round or prime numbers and like when you think of threes like those three dmx albums or your top three members of the wu-tang and then like there were like three producers who were killing it like early 2000 to like the late mid 2000s yeah like just plays timbaland and and the neptunes Neptunes. yeah Yeah. Yeah, for real and like there was just a point where it was like oh who's Whose song is this on the radio? That's oh, it's Timbaland. It's yeah. Neptune. It's That's Just Blaze. When they get those million dollar, tra- million dollar tracks out. You know? Yeah. Um, and he's one of the, you know, one of those who, you know, established himself at that level and then was able to carry on and have longevity and make a long career out of it. Yeah. What about, uh, give us some of your favorite MCs. Favorite MCs, probably, I like Jay Electronica. I like cats like... Um, uh, Would you be excited for a new album from him? <laughs> Would I be excited? Yeah, I'd be it's surprised. Been a while. I'd be surprised. I mean, he just he's just he's that's part of his mystique though. Like I think that he just when he's ready to put something out, he will, but um He got that rock style he, money now. He ain't putting shit out. Yeah, I mean just the he way fucking eating uh he, he's eating like baby fucking what is that fucking babies, drug? actual babies. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. 
So, uh, yeah, it's Adrenochrome, <laughs> the, the Adrenochrome, Adrenochrome, um, or whatever it's called. This, this is a kind of the random, random one for me. Um, I really, really uh, dug this dude by the name of Roscoe P. Colchain. Oh yeah, he was, he was under the Neptunes. I thought he was ill, man. Just because. What? What? Man, him. what was that crew called? Got it for cheap. What was that crew? The Reup Gang. The Reup Gang. Yeah. The Reup. I appreciate gang. both of you guys' knowledge based oh, on yeah. this because I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, the Reup. Got it for cheap. Um, yeah, I love Roscoe P. He just Money has back thugging. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just has this type of flow that I've never heard. Mm. That was it. That's all it does. And he's a Philly cat, and they're just known for. Yeah, I love those. those I was about to say artists. he was very similar to uh, Freeway, but yeah, yeah like, those Philly cats have interesting styles. Speaking of people who were dope at a second and then kind of lost their way, man, Freeway continued to be dope in his independent hip hop. He scene. evolved, like, man. He yeah, he got really dope. He did. Uh, he has an album with like Jake, Jake One. One. Fuck, man, and his flow is tight. Yeah, his he's got an tight, album man. with the uh, fucking. Oh man, it just it, I just lost it. Who used to do the uh, the 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 mashups? Girl Talk. He has an album with Girl Talk. Mm. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, but he, he's dope, man. He got that one track off of Sky Zoo's A Dream Deferred album. Um, what is that shit called? Pockets Full. He goes off. Crazy. I like. I, I, Freeway's dope. Freeway. Freeway's yeah. super dope. I think yeah. he just got his kidney transplant recently, too. Like really? last year, he might Damn. be doing well now. Okay. Good for him because he was having a lot of health issues for is a whole right? minute. I want to say that that happened, but I might be completely wrong on that. Interesting. But back to what you're saying, man. It's like I love those type of artists who, like, nothing ever really came from. Uh, of them in terms of solo releases or something really notable that caught like the culture by any yeah. way but you just kind of love i, I got stuck, a few artists like stuck, that yeah just stuck with him man. i mean it's just it's he's i just i love things that are ne- uh, unique to mm. what people are listening to currently you know what do you so, think is trash good question um i usually don't like, hit people like, with is this, this like question, new music yeah just like whatever whatever's trash yeah it could even not even be music. It could just be a certain segment of something <laughs> that happens. Uh, Old Town Road. Government names. We, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm we didn't big, talk about that. I'm not a big that. fan of Old Town Road, man. Like, I don't see All what's right. so dope about it. Just because he's doing country. I mean, it, it's... It's not I country. respect it. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. But like, Ayo, it's just doo-doo. That song is crazy. How many remixes are there now? Seven? There are a lot of remixes. It's a lot. It's the song with the longest... Position at number one on yeah. Billboard. Yeah. And Shout out to him, a gay black kid. I was just about to say, amazing. Uh, Tyler or no, no, <laughs> Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil, Nas, he's gay. Yeah, yeah, Did man. I know that. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. It's pretty tight. That's it's pretty surprising. tight. A number one rapper who's gay, and not just number one in rap, like number one on yeah. Billboard. Like he has that record now. He beat yeah. Mariah Carey. He beat. Uh, Despacito, he beat oh, wow. all that shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, he spe- got he got the remix with that little white kid who was doing the yodel. Uh, oh yeah, he totally he, 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 he flipped the system uh, too, man. Because he I was like, that though, right? I mean, yeah, come I mean, on. hold he on, did on. Oh, I hit it again. Hit it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, those weren't even words. That's how I, I was getting with the words. Wow. 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 I like how you're you are the Owen Wilson. Late is the Owen Wilson drop now. I don't even need a sample it anymore. But yeah, he wow. like the rules of Billboard say that remixes count towards the single counts. So he's just like, fuck wow. it, new remix every time this shit starts to dip uh, down and. He had yeah. Young Thug on his shit too, man. Like really. On the Old Town Road joint or is it like another It's remix number 7. No, I don't even know wow. what number. I think I like He has a lot not of being facetious. I I I think he does have like 4 or 5. There's like an unreleased Lil Wayne remix. Mm. Wow. 
Wow. I'm just not a fan of the song. I'm okay. going against. I'm going against the grain. Well, with I don't really care for it. Either, I did I ask uh, DJ Neil Armstrong to play that at Speakeasy, and, and it was he, well received. Yeah, he, is that right? Yeah, it's it's okay. it's, it, it's got all it's the crowd, markings of yeah. like you know. What that's you why. Hear? I don't know. I kind of like it when the conversations loop back in on themselves, like when the when the DJ can you know play the set that you know everybody's rocking. Speakeasy is not like a a top forty, you know, kind of event. Yeah, but when you're able to drop that new shit or you know something that everybody knows and they weren't expecting that's kind of like oh shit it kind of like brings the level back up or you know it kind of separates it from the vibe that you were setting right it's good to have those kind of things also yeah like a fucking molotov cocktail yeah like that uh, what's the what's the um the homeboy who does uh uh, uh, oh the god dang it yeah Obama the guy who Obama, beat you. up his ex-girlfriend yeah I forgot his name appreciate you pointing you out this artist to. on our prestigious <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah. nah, I, I, don't I told uh it's one it's another one I of those I told uh Jay I was like man I, sh- I really shouldn't be playing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> uh, beat up my ba- yeah. It's it's, so it's I put him, I put it up there with that joint. Like, is it the best song in history? Sometimes no, but the it's song of the necessary. summer doesn't have to it be the nece- best song. It's just in necessary. And and um, Old Town Road is one of those. Yeah, I mean. that's just the song of the summer. But I will say this: it is groundbreaking what he's done. Like he, I, I love music that are genre blenders. Mm. You know. Like I don't even think it's a genre blender. I mean, uh, the remix that got what's his face, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus on it, sure. But I mean, it's, yeah, it's fucking trap I, rap I think to that me. It's it, pop rap. It's, it's definitely trap. Yeah. But like the the way that he delivers it, it's there's a country sure. sort of twang yeah, to he it. He talks about horses and shit. Right? That's it. <laughs> but I mean, I get, I, it. I get it. I think that that was that was yeah. his intention. Like I don't know what yeah. is true background is and like what like what apparently man he had like a whole plan like a whole strategy Hmm. okay i don't think he intended to you know break the number one record maybe that became the plan but he was like oh yeah i'm gonna figure out how to go viral and he fucking figured it out like so it's not like he has a whole like he's he has he grew up on a farm i mean it's it's grew up listening to country music i feel like this is gonna happen more and more especially off of his success it's meme rap yeah. It's it's meme okay, rap. Well, it's like made for the internet. Yeah. And it's it, I it's think it was actually it's a consequence of It's a Red rap. Dead Revolver 2 song pretty much. Okay. I Red think, Dead Redemption? Yeah. Red Dead Whatever. Redemption. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. it fucking it just caught up. and he just was like, "Oh, brilliant. I can extend it by doing this or brilliant. by doing I this." I think it's safe to say yeah. it's probably a, a huge 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 one-hit wonder. Well, do you think album, he can produce a whole album with this, t- this sort of? No, his album is not being received as well as Old Town Road. Like nothing else is stuck from his album. Before he came out with that song, he was doing raps about like fucking Thanos and Marvel movies and shit. From what oh. I understand, I didn't go back and listen to it, but that's what I heard from one of the homies. It's like, uh, I don't hate it. I, I'm perfectly fine with it, but it's also like I would, I would be, I would laugh to myself if I heard that out. Yeah. You know, whereas like the Mo Bamba shit, I would just be like, all right, this I get why this is there. But like, you know what hot. though, when the Mo Bamba comes on, I'm hyped. It's a dope. I'm hyped. It's a and, good I, song. and I'm not in love it's with it. Song. That song is. I mean, the energy is crazy. I, yeah. yeah, I'm hyped. Like it just the it, name it too. Like, that dude's yeah. name is so dope. It's better than than uh, the name we was trying to give you earlier. <laughs> El Shabazz, Raheem Shabazz, L, right. Marquan X, <laughs> Jaquan. You know what I'm saying? So like, like a, it just goes back to what I always say. Like, there's a time and a place for all of it. You know, we can choose 
what we like to play for ourselves and create those type of events based on that. But like if you're trying to please a whole crowd, you got the Mobambas, you got the Old Town Roads, you know what I mean? Like word. Yo, let's uh with share with, a song. Yeah, that, with, I was I was just picking up my phone for that. Like okay. might as well come in off of something. Why don't you share something first, man? All right. Um it's nothing super crazy. So you know what I mean? You, like, you oh, got sure. like Spotify or something? Um yeah. But or I do you have need, do you have an iPhone? The lightning joint. Yeah, I got, we don't I got do you. that here. I got, <laughs> I got you. Hold on, real quick. Oh no, we can just yeah. if find oh, it on Spotify. Find it? All right. Um, special delivery. G Dep. Hey, uh, the original. The original. I'll okay. tell you why. Okay. All right. Reason I chose this track right here. Um, when I was in like the 10th, 11th grade, and this this movement, this culture, um, the Harlem, the whole Harlem movement, the, the Harlem Shake, and then eventually the like light feet. Always been a huge fan of it. I mean, I grew up dancing, not with like a crew or anything. I just love dancing. You know what I'm saying like popping, rocking, all that kind of shit. But when this came into the scene, it, like it just like changed my life. And coming to Japan and being able to still experience it and like it's it's kind of like it's it's resurgence. It, it like I got turned up by that, you know. So now you got like the remix with uh, Lil Wayne and Swiss Beats. I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? So like, and then the second thing is, oh, okay, um, yeah. the uproar. What did you think? When I was stateside, um, looking at like. World star, I came across this dude by the name of. Hold on, I don't mean to cut you off, but oh, good. we're a minute in. There's been no rapping, <laughs> only puppy <laughs> talking so far. That's why, that's why, um, Suge Knight hated on him at the award show. There we Special are. delivery 117. <laughs> Incredible. It's not about the bars, it's, it's the feel, like, yeah, like, yeah, I was, I was gonna say. The remix to this, the original remix, yeah, is like Craig flavor Mack, in your ear. Craig Mack meets, part yeah, two, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Ghostface yeah. is on there. Keith Murray, Craig yeah. Mack. Yeah. Who's the anchor? Who's the last MC on that? I think it's Craig. I think yeah. Craig Mack kills. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a nice throwback to the idea of his kind of and his, the videos yeah. in black and white. Yeah. Right. I remember that. Yeah. I love that uh, remix on this because they used to say the last MC was like like that guy, the guy who closed the show. Yeah, and so yeah. to put Craig Mack on it because like kind of that's uh, Puffy says that that's kind of him inventing the remix, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, like the feature remix on um, um, Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear. Yeah, and I, I kind of you know I can see why like that's it's the sentiment there. So it's a cool throwback that they did that. Yeah. So put like, Craig on it since he was you know the you know yeah. the guy. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace yeah. to Craig Mack. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I've always been a fan of, like, tracks like this because, like, I can play it in the club. I can play it at a party. And, there's a, you know, there's a good reception to it. But if you know the dance, like, that, to me, like, a lot of the, the stuff that I produce and I listen to, I look towards its danceability, not just the bars. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if, if I'm listening to hip-hop and I want to hear, like, somebody piece something together... It won't be this. So like, but like to kind of bring it back, like the reason I chose this track is like for me this is like the beginning of this movement. We also got tracks by like uh, drawing blanks today. Thank you, Henny. Um, Shout out to Henny. And that's a high capability. And yes, I possess that ability. 
Hollaback Holla Youngin. Mm. It's another like one of the classic like Harlem Shake joints. Mm. And then so now you have you got the the whole light feet movement. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it or seen it. Not but familiar. like yeah, like is that close to juke or nah, not not quite. It's it, it's kind of like derived from the Harlem Shake into like its own its own dance. Um, I mean they have battles of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's huge in Harlem, huge in Brooklyn. Um, I don't know, but like it's just kind of part of like what I like to to express as a DJ, as a beat maker. You know, the danceability is important to me. So work. Word up, word up, man. I, I, I apologize for being quiet. I was trying to fix some shit on the DAW earlier, which I didn't get. I wasn't able to fix. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening. I was just trying to figure some shit out. You good? But well, word. Um, See, like d- during this era, um, what, what year did this come out? M- mid aughts, late nineties, late nineties, late nineties. Uh, I don't know if it's even two thousand nine. Ninety nine? No. 2000. Oh, I, th- I was thinking it was like, like 2004. No, yeah, it, it had to earlier be like, than it that. It had to be like 2000 or 2001. Yeah, you're right. 2001. 2001. There you go. Um, you you got a fact check on that late? Is that what you said? Shout out to Spotify. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, during that time, man, I was I was deep into the underground and disliking almost everything that was coming out in the mainstream. I would check out cats that were like cats i grew up on like so i would check out a j project i would check out you know nas dmx and shit at mm-hmm. the at the time but really i was kind of fiercely against a lot of this popular sound and like i didn't really fuck with this song like that back then mm-hmm. of course now it's just to me as like a nostalgic type of like feel good song like i would yeah. i would expect to hear this at like a throwback party or you know and if it came on i'm bobbing my head and liking it but when this came out, man, I was like, just like, Fuck yo, I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> like, no, if you like, that was like, you said it, 99, 2001, 01. Yeah, that was my 12th grade year of high school. I was very much into raucous fucking underground Sound shit. Bombing. And it was just like, these motherfuckers ain't even as dope as, you know, like this guy. Yeah. And so I was really hating on it. And of course, in my adult, you know, being 36 now, I look back more fondly on the music. But yeah, I just, it, it. It strikes me as like it, it reminds me of a time of me not liking pop music more than it reminds me of any like feel good nostalgia for the for the song. Mm-hmm. I think that if this joint was produced by anybody other than P Diddy, and you are from that that sort of like that background, or you yeah. came up as a dancer, it might be different. Like this, this is did, like this a was definitely top track a break, for look, New York. Cats. Like my favorite. Um, like my favorite artists were primarily all New York, all New York artists, and like this was like a break from um, when DMX was killing stuff. Uh, Swiss and all them guys were at the top of their game at, at, around this point. But like I said, when this movement came on and I saw that dance, I was like, "This is crazy!" Like I've always been sort of like a a clown on the dance floor, and this was like mm. one of those styles. It was like, "Wow, this is there we go. This is something that's I've never seen before." No doubt. So. Yeah, whenever that came on, like in the two thousands, like no matter what we were doing, we'd be in cook. I was like, I went to cooking class and shit like Word. that. So we this would come on and we just start Harlem shaking in the kitchen. <laughs> like, so it's it's kind of always. I have like a lot of sentimental value to that song, but no doubt. Um, it's a great song. Well, I mean, G Dep is yeah, underrated. G Dep, man, yeah. G Dep. Like, if you listen to the rest of that album, it's not bad actually. Like, he's no, not the dopest lyricist, I, but like, I think it's the general sentiment too. It's he like had a very a solid, unique style. Also. It's like a yeah. solid, a solid cat with a solid release. Yeah. Right. So he was like yeah. the mem- bleak of that 
you know what I mean? That, that I would give him even him. more props, man. Yeah. Like him and, and uh, Black Rob kind of held down Bad Boy. Yeah. yeah. During that new generation phase. Don't forget about our guy Shine. Don't forget about our guy Kane. The wrestler? The white rapper. <laughs> the white wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. I mean, no, but this is exactly why we have this segment. Like, we want people to talk about music. Like, Layton and I haven't talked about special delivery on this podcast in at least <laughs> two years. It, it might have happened year one, but I don't remember it. I was yeah. drunk a lot. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, this is exactly why we like to have that segment. And it's, it's kind of hard to, like, quantify, like, what... I mean, there's, there's we could we could choose, like, 100 tracks, right? Right. Yeah. But I just... I don't know. This is kind of where I'm at, like okay. creati- creatively. I actually like, like that energy for this summer, special that special delivery energy. It made me feel good right I now. I might drop that tomorrow. Just to hear yeah. that uproar, like play that and then play uproar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that way, people are like, "Oh, the connection." Shit. Yeah. You know, that's that's for me. That's big. That's huge. There's a Dave East song that samples the same song that Busta Rhyme sampled on "Give Me Some More." I uh, love playing those tracks back yeah. to back. Yeah, Busta's a, he's a close number two. Like the like dangerous when that was out. Um, like hands where my eyes can see, but even like Buster's first album, man. No, Buster's first album is ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah. You um, said Buster's first album. Yeah. You guys consider that a classic? Yes, I do. Undoubtedly. Really, I yeah. do. Yeah. Most people don't. Nah, man, that's just. Yeah. Nah, there's so I, many I joints on there. That on the way home, even the singles on there are good. Yeah. Even the singles. I think there's a lot of good songs. A lot of people don't consider. A lot of people the say samples, the bus doesn't the have beat a. Selection well, well, they, when they say classic album, they don't mean you look back on it fondly. They mean like a masterpiece work, a singular work. Well, like, like you were uh, just Illmatic. about to say, he doesn't have a better album. I think he doesn't. The coming, like, but like, yeah, he man, doesn't. And I would pick what? that over a Disaster bunch Strikes. of other Strikes. songs or other people's albums in the same period. I would pick that over Camp Low. I would put that that over over Uptown Saturday Night. I think so. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if I would do that. I would put it over Group Home. I mean, sure. I might put it over uh, La Fleur, La Fleur, Skoska, maybe. Oh no, that's the track. What's what's the the album joint? Uh, Helter Skelter's first album. Does that uh, Magnum Fort? No, that's the second one. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I forgot too. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I would put it over that. I don't They're know. also kind of outside of that. Well, just that was like a people poppy. that released around that time. Yeah. That mm. wasn't pop. No, but I mean, but it was it was like had more mainstream cultural saturation. Like it played on MTV. Bootcamp did not play on MTV. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh. Oh, you're talking about Buster? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. Let me. What I year? Think Buster should not play. What, what was the single off of uh, the one with Zane? Ah, it's it's a, a party. party. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then um, the next joint was uh, put your hands my eyes can see or isn't a Wuha on Wuha. the coming? Yeah, the, yeah. That was that was yeah, the that was the, the single lead, I was looking the lead for. joint. Yeah, it's a party and Wuha were the singles that came out on that shit. I want to see like that was great, man. Abandoned ship is on there. Yeah, I don't right. think it was a top five album of that year though. Yeah, probably not. When did it come out? Ninety six. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of good shit was coming out around there. I just want to, I just want to take a look at the albums that came out that year to see, uh, to compare a little bit. Kid Rock dropped that year, so definitely not the top album of the year. No, uh, is that Ball uh, at the Ball? Uh, early morning Stone Pimp. Oh, Come on, my shit. G. Get your, get How could t- I forget? You know what I mean? Do the knowledge, fam. <laughs> Gotta educate you. <laughs> I've never heard that album. That's and high I would top never- Kid Rock. Uh, let's see. So, uh, all eyes on me came out that year. The score. Um, Hold on, ninety six. Yeah, 
Awakening by Lord Finesse. Uh, Stakes is high. No, that's ninety seven. Um, yeah, uh, Doctor Octagon came out that year. Um, what else oh, I'm gonna play my song. Nocturnal is that Helter Skelter album? Yeah. Crucial Conflict. Stakes is high came out that year. Oh, Stakes is high did come Beats, out. Beats, Rhymes, and Life came out that year. This is not even a top five. At Aliens came out that year. Uh, Illadelph Half Life came out that year. I mean, yeah. When you compare it to the yeah. other stuff that came well, out, the, Iron Man came out that yeah. year. But but that's what it was saying. So I like, mean, that's right like, before yeah. this shiny suit era. Like yeah, everything yeah. was gravy around that. Oh, yeah. fucking <laughs> Machiavelli came out that year too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, that was a strong. Hell on Earth came out that year. Oh, 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 oh. Shaquille O'Neal, Can't Stop the Rain. Shout out to <laughs> Shaq <laughs> fucking Diesel. <laughs> Muddy Waters came out that year. That was a strong was a year. Strong yeah, and I don't I don't know if that's a top seven. Album that year. What was uh, the original point though? Is this something that is it stood a classic? Out? Is it a cl- is it a masterpiece? Oh, his. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he has a masterpiece. But you can't you can't quantify what was out that year though. Like, I don't know. Soul what what would Buster say? Well, I mean, Buster's gonna say he's the greatest ever, but no, I mean, what would he nobody say? Nobody like, cares what, about what is my ELA. what is my masterpiece? Do you guys like the coming Opus more album. than Disaster Strikes? Yes. Okay. In some ways. In some ways, I think Disaster Strikes is a, what I make sure everything remains has raw. More tracks. Like Easy Moby killed that yeah, that yeah. fucking beat, like no doubt. Do we have? Oh, late. Do you, you want to share? Us, are you sharing a song? I have a share yeah, today. Let me start as well. it over. Um, my, my bad for the tangent, but no, nah, no, nah, the Megalade okay. Show does that. <laughs> this may not be well received. I, I like I like these type of episodes late where we don't have to interrogate the artists about their fucking like you know childhood and shit and just kind no. of just talk <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no doubt. like a lot of times we do like an interview kind of like yo, so where does you know what, what is well, the intellectual depth? Of, like, how yeah. did you feel about? High I mean, those are good too. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Megalade Show has many. But I feel looks. like Johnny will be on often. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do sure. I have? Well, is music playing off of a phone? Oh, that's oh. Jake. Yeah. Oh, my fault. Oh, okay. No, you good. Late for some reason, it's not letting me put any more markers in. I can't get markers in. Oh, really? Yeah. You're going to have to skim. All right. Well, uh, this is Drake. Drake recently released um, a collection of loose songs that he had been putting out throughout his whole career. Uh, this is Drake's Lost Tapes. You could consider it that. Mm. Uh, it's called Care Package, but a lot of these songs, if you were listening to Drake when he was on the come up, oh man, is this edited? That should be uh, Then you're familiar with a lot of these songs, but I was like um, looking, you know, on the yeah. internets and shit and a lot of people this is their first time hearing this shit yeah. mm. and the earliest track came out a little bit after so far gone in like 2010 and the latest track is before views came out so 2014 2015 mm. but i've seen a lot of people saying this and i kind of agree like just him putting all these songs together in one package makes this one of his best albums that he's uh, ever done okay because all of these tracks could have been singles mm-hmm and they were just like you know he put them on soundcloud or on his blog and uh some of them is the first time you're getting cd quality cdq of them and it's it's just kind of dope that he decided to do that there's only like maybe three major 
like Lucy tracks that he didn't put on here for some reason. But other than those, a lot of these are some of people's favorite Drake songs. Sure. Like myself included. It's an like Drake has such a, a, a tremendous talent for putting together tracks that are just have like really good like uh, it catches a lot of people's sensibilities like all types of people will listen to it and like it's something that people want to listen to his music's really good like you listen to some of his albums you're like yo that could have been like the lead single like you know what i mean that like uh, all of his albums kind of have those type of hits on it he's really good at that and if you think about the type of longevity that drake has like it seems to be something that should catapult him into like the upper tier of hip-hop history like we were talking about dmx earlier drake's career overshadows mm -hmm. dmx's by in okay. a number of ways Threefold okay. almost. you know yeah. yeah in a number of ways i mean of course yeah. there's you know I'll different dynamics to album day. sales and things of that nature but yeah. like drake is basically doing what dmx did he puts out multiple albums where all the songs got like a type of kind of ability to hit and become popular it has like a certain energy that captures people people hold him into a very high regard and like you can't deny the fucking at one point he would he went like eight years having a song on the like the top 10 of the billboard charts or some shit uh, this might be wrong but i like I know he had like this yeah. run where he was on Billboard for like eight, ten years or some shit in the top ten. Yeah, like Drake, it, it's, it's quite amazing. Drake all the hate I give him, and I want to make sure that people know that I also hate on Drake. I haven't heard you say anything. <laughs> oh bad no, about no, him yet. no. When, when late was like he dropped a new line of panties. Like I just like I just, you know like I just don't. I, I I have a lot of reasons why I dislike Drake, but there's no denying that his music has uh, inherent qualities that that I understand why people enjoy them. He's good. He's really good. I just don't like him. <laughs> I think I want to say that again. I think the wow. biggest thing that separates uh, DMX fr from a Drake is Drake's like his diversity. Like sure. the dude can play. The dude can do an Afrobeat joint. The dude can do a a three six mafia like type joint. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he can do like a little patois joint. Pretty much yeah. everything. He covers it all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. He's got the street. The is street that a, a new generation thing? I think so. That's what I think some relevant. Well, though. well, before like regional sounds were the results of people coming up in cultures where regionally that's how people sounded and people did things a certain way to have an individual aspect to it. But in the modern age, where information's at your fingertips, it's like Drake excels like, at that, taking from other cultures, and it's yeah. one of the reasons why it's kind of culture vultury. But even like I, the I, most I, unique artists who you know were like, oh, they don't have a, like a stereotypical sound, like an outcast or you know somebody like that. Like they don't really sound like anybody else. Like oh, it's not like oh, play that reggae big boy joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It's just like oh, play that big boy. Yeah. But Drake is like oh, play that you know Afrobeat. Play that pop Drake. Play yeah. that you know but down that, south yeah, Drake. My That's heart is why broken, Drake yeah. still continues to sell. Like he, like whether he's being a culture vulture or not, like he's found a, some kind type of way to stay relevant by his way of communicating to that, uh, you know demographic uh, a big uh, it seems to me a big part of his but process is to it's not whack though like he does it well enough to where people from the west indies are like okay i can rock with this you know what i mean like if it was trash and like you know he was just reaching for the sound like he actually does a pretty good oh, job plus um i would say most of this album is probably produced by 40 and when you think about it like 40 is one of the most incredible produ credible producers that, that always helps have ever came out yeah. and he almost exclusively works with drake and the soundscape he's been able to 
craft for him has been incredible. Yeah. So yeah, shout out I'm, to all of that. You you were about to say something though. My fault. Um, I think I was gonna say that uh, something about it being like a part of Drake's creative process to hear new interesting things and his ability to hear something and take all of its qualities, whether it's a new rapper's style or voice or musical direction, mm-hmm. his ability to kind of take that and reshape it into a Drake-ish type of thing yeah. is is one of his greatest abilities. He's yeah. really good at being like some type of chameleon. He can make all types of sounds and give it his qualities which, you know, like it, it speaks volumes about his ability as a, an artist because uh, these other cats that he's getting inspiration from, they're not blowing like Drake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they don't like it, it's like a ghostwriter, right? The ghostwriter that writes for Kanye is not going to ever be as dope as Kanye because there's other qualities that people listen to Kanye for. Right. And so like Drake's ability to do that is just, you know, the, he, he's the best to ever do that. Yeah. It and, reminds uh, me of two people. One being Bruno, because there's a lot of controversy about that guy and his way of adapting his sound to like, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. what do you call that? The, uh, damn. New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing yeah. style and stuff like that. The finesse joints. Yeah. Um, some people hate on him for that, but like he does a good job. Like you got to tip your hat to him. Um, you don't he, have to be in love with the guy. He's a phenomenal artist. And I, I mean, is that biting? Is it biting because he didn't create a new genre? Like, He's he's making entertainment music like yeah. I don't listen I'm not you know well, we, championing in the guy but like I, I think the music that he makes like we, we like the the thing about hip hop that is more critical uh, critical about biting than pop pop music doesn't have that standard it, at least right. culturally it, it's never needed to because pop music was trying to reach the masses in a way mm-hmm. hip hop culture very protectionist we wanted very our own so. ownership we wanted you know things to be us don't try to be me because you're not me and me is my product me is who i am and what i stand for so we're very much critical and protectionist about those things but the dynamic of the culture is changed in such a way that people don't look at biting in that same uh, in that same scope anymore and that's fine but there are still people within the culture that are like fuck that i don't appreciate it for those reasons yeah. and, I, and 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 I, i've never been a fan of that um if that type of shit if we um look at like the artist with the longest longevity i'll take I'll, I'll use this analogy with like floyd mayweather i was listening to this podcast the other day and he um gave a great analogy about why this person was successful why he's had longevity and what his whatever his endeavors were and floyd goes on to say like to make a long story short i fought fighters that were that had a better jab than i did i fought stronger fighters i fought younger fighters the thing that i beat them with was my adaptability sure i was i was the best at being able to adapt to the, yeah. to the change of the times tremendous ring iq exactly some so, of the greatest has ever been right so like being that people like drake people like bruno they can constantly recreate themselves mm. but still be themselves yeah you know what i mean like there's kind of like a that's kind of like the devil's advocate to that you know conversation so like it is at, a bit of a double-edged sword because yeah, when you look at because, artists who but then like, the guys who are purists are like what yeah well not even just like purists just like when you think about oh who's the best disco artist or who's the best boom bap rapper who's the best flossy rapper you're not gonna say the guy who has like a 20-year career like if i was like yo uh 
Jay-Z, what period is the best Jay-Z? You might be able to say that, but would you but in that same period would you say he was the best rapper of that period? Maybe not. But then overall, who's the best rapper with the longest longevity is definitely going to be Jay-Z. But those I don't want to say flash in the pan, but kind of firework artists who like were really hot in this period and yeah. didn't necessarily, you know, yeah. have the tail end or the extended career that Jay-Z has. I don't know, man. It's kind of interesting when you think about it that way. Like, uh, like a fucking heavy D who was massive at his time, yeah. or if you want to go mm-hmm. one hit. Even the god Rakim only had like about a six, six, seven year yeah, career right. where he was considered like greatest. I mean, you you got guys. People put fucking Big L in their top five, and it's like, yo, for the album. But I mean, even when you break it down even more, like, yo, who's the best Houston style rapper? And then, like, oh, what is he doing now? Probably nothing. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think, you know, these conversations are fun, like, thought exercises to kind of pit yourself against yourself and your in, in your peers. But, like, man, hip-hop has been around for, like, fucking 40-some years. And, like, to, to whittle, like, the greatest down to a single person is so disrespectful for the other There's originators, so the innovators, the, the people who started things, the people who excelled at doing certain things. Like, to, to compare to compare Eminem and Jay-Z even is an exercise in futility because it, it's not that Jay-Z can't rap like Eminem or Eminem can't rap like Jay-Z. It's simply the fact that they don't choose to do that because their art doesn't work that way and they don't want to do that. You know what I mean? It's like not everybody is trying to be Eminem or Jay or Old Dirty Bastard or whatever. People are expressing themselves in different ways. And so when you compare Nas to whoever, it's like, yo, Nas is just a... a, a, a he works in a pocket differently right. than this artist. So you really want to compare like... What are you comparing? Lyricism, like longevity, money made. Like, what is it? There's so many variables that this is just a fun conversation to have. But really, it doesn't mean shit in the grand scope of like what art is actually. I don't think that's important. That was never any of their intentions. Like formulating an album wasn't to be like, you know what? I'm going to be the dopest 2000. The year for the year 2000. I want to make sure my name rings out to be in the dopest whatever. It's just like, I'm just putting out some work, you know? And then, you know, years later, we kind of, like, dissect it for what it is. Yeah, it's always always the the nerds. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, arguing your top five MC is, like, the fucking the 12th element of hip hop or whatever. It's like just something that's fun to do and done. And it's dope to call people whack. And it's dope to say that your taste is better than other people's taste, which I like to do. So I'm right. Everybody listening to this shit is wrong. What do you think is whack at the, or it overall? I think I think I think I think time do we have I think uh, (laughs) I think the fans are whack is that a lot of stuff I think the biggest problem with hip-hop are the fans I think a lot of the fans are fucking whack okay I think a lot of the fans are just like kind of pop fans or trends Mm, seamsters who don't have really a lot of them don't know enough about the culture to really comment on anything and a lot of them are correct answer machines that don't know shit about it they don't care about the people who've done it they don't care about the ethics integrity of a lot of things i think the wackest shit about hip-hop right now are the fans the music artists man if fucking uh jp longwear whatever fuck your name is make the music you want to make it doesn't matter a lot of the shit that i don't care for is just generational black 
black trauma expressed through the the ways that they know how like i don't really care about content lyricism i like all of the shit that's coming out i think there's dope shit that's that that's in every single segment of it whether you're listening to lo-fi trap underground experimental avant-garde spoken word all of that shit is got dope stuff but the biggest shit that's trash are the fans like i was saying making a point earlier about fucking like the music shit, like the DJs, the DJ play whack shit because the people there want to hear whack. They want to hear whack shit. Yeah. So, so he, does that it. make him a good DJ or a bad DJ? Nah, if he's if he's do it, it, both. It's a good DJ. <laughs> both. <laughs> both. It depends know? on who. It, like some people do it well, some people just don't do it well. Yeah. You can like, I come. I, I think game recognizes game, and I'm gonna my A likes. I'd see my A likes. That's why me and you clicked immediately. I was yeah. like, this is my A like. This is my guy. And, and like I can tell when somebody's just trash. I can tell right. when somebody just playing the top forty, and I and, and I don't appreciate that. Right. I don't know, well, but so I do have a musical share before I go oh, into please. it. Late, late was right to be like, how much time do we have? Because I got <laughs> you, gotta you know, like really, if I'm looking at the time for the podcast, uh, reasonably I could go on for about twenty more minutes <laughs> <laughs> before it starts getting a long podcast. <laughs> right. But no, let me let me share my little musical joint. Um, my joint here, late. If you want to let me come in, is uh, a remix by. It is a it is a remix of Daiichi Yamamoto uh, called Toilet by Flat Stanley. Ooh. Have you been conversating with him? Flat Stanley? Yeah. No, but we met him a couple times. We? Yeah. He just followed that song. Something. Yeah. I, I saw him down the street with... Uh, so flat stanley is a uh i think he's a california based producer i met him out here at devin morrison's going away party actually and i didn't really know that he was a producer but after he left. I ran into him on the street, and I was like, "Yeah, what do you go by?" He's like, "Flat Stanley." And I was like, "Oh man, I saw, I saw him on like a uh, top songs on Bandcamp or some shit, right? Like top producers on Bandcamp, beatmakers." Uh, and I was like, "Oh man, he's really dope." So I've been following his music, and um, I saw this remix come up. And Daichi Yamamoto is um, uh, an artist out here who worked with our guy Aaron Cholai on their album last year, Windows. Okay. Uh, it was super dope project. Really, just you know, I can't speak enough good shit about Aaron and Daichi. But this remix is called Toilet, and Flat Stanley gives it a, a really cool vibe. You know, so. I'm waiting to get Daichi on the podcast. It'll happen. That. Is this just like a single or is it on an album? I, I just saw it pop up on his SoundCloud, so I think it's just like an individual release right now. I, I didn't check a band camp for it or anything. What's the track called? Toilet. Toilet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's fire. I like that kind of stuff. So much good music out there, man. Yeah. It's incredible. Do we have time for one more track? No. Just like 15 seconds? Hell no. Come on. Don't do what, what are you hey, this play? guy, you, you know what his new thing is, right? 
What's that? Giving the thumbs down on your like your comments. <laughs> oh, that's not new. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, he like that's he was like, that's never. He's like, I was like, hey he man, listen, real, real like brotherhood shit. I was too. like, listen, bro, like you know, I know you're getting back into beats. Wait, how do you thumb down a comment? Like, apparently I figured it out. The Facebook Messenger. Yeah. No, through the messenger, and I I think he might have did that on purpose, or I mean, by mistake. But I was like, maybe not. I didn't. I didn't know you could thumb down. He gave me some real brotherly support shit. He's like. I was like, like, listen, man, if you need anything, just let me know. Nah, he ain't even even hit me with the man. He said, (laughs) hey, he said some shit like, hey, yo, King, if you ever need support, you know, I'm here. You know, I got your back and we'll get it together and shit. And I was like, thumbs down. And then like 12 hours later, he was like, yo, thumbs down, though. And I was like, yo, that's right, man. That's my new shit. Thumbs down. That's my new shit. I started thumbs down. Every comment he gave me. Yeah. Man, like who does that? But anyway, it's all good. I, oh, I, 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 I think. Now I was about to say there was like a there was like a week. But listen, that's after. My, no, go ahead. No man. I was just gonna say like that's that's dude shit. That's like that's that's kind of cats I fuck with. Yeah. Like no, they'll man. just they'll shit on you if you know you got on something funny, <laughs> or, or just like. But yeah. I, I appreciate that. Now there was like a week after I got to know Mega, where you know everything's cool. We're feeling each other out. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, no, that's trash. That's also yeah. trash. I don't fuck <laughs> with that. I, respect I don't respect that, that at all. <laughs> oh, that's your opinion? Your opinion is trasher? <laughs> Unfortunately, I can no longer rock with you. Thumbs down. Yeah, he's not a yes man. He'll tell you shit's trash. Yeah. You gotta Thumbs respect down, that. clan, man. Thumbs down, clan. This is Twami. Word. Oh, he's a rapper? No, he's just a, a producer. Okay. But like his beats are just nasty. What is, what is happening right now? Is that now? Cambodian? I don't even know. No, but like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a sucker for a vocal sample, so. It's kind of got a knowledge kind of vibe to it. Right. Like, and he's super diverse. Like, but like all of his beats are like about a minute thirty loops, just loops, mm. just straight loops. And this is what I mean by like it's minimal hip hop, but it's yeah. quality. Like it's well produced. The loops are perfect. They're seamless. We got one more. Same album. That's a good flip. How do you spell it? His name? T U A M I E. <laughs> Man, fuck you. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Now that was dope. That was hot. That was yeah. hot. Usually that's reserved only for me and Nate, but we're gonna let you slide for that shit. We're gonna let you get with that one today. <laughs> yeah, so I, I fuck with shit like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, where's like, he from? Um, I think he's uh I know he lives in Atlanta right now, but I think I forget where he's from. He's talented though, man. Check yeah, that shit sounds dope. Yeah, that's tight. Well, SoundCloud mostly? Bandcamp, he has a Bandcamp. Um, that's where you can like cop cop his albums and shit like that. He's got like over probably thirty of them. Dope, dope. Anyway, yeah, let's hit him with some uh, the unchanging. Do we have any more? Yes, hypothetical da- devil and angel on your shoulders. You know, cats that love DMX usually put DMX on the angel's shoulder. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. That happens on very the angel's often. Shoulder? Yeah. 
Uh, and you heard me explain this earlier, so you got the gist of it and shit, right? Right. Yeah, I'll probably have to go with um, Devil be like the uh, Mike Tyson, like when he first got his first title. Like okay. his, his type of time. Is that, um, that's the devil. Is that Eat Your Kids? No, yeah. Mike Tyson no that's that. after he got out of jail. Damn, which one was he most turned up at? Like, was it post? He was pretty straight when he first got his title because he was still, you know. He, he was still in the cuss. Yeah. But, like, when he started wilding out that time. When he started wilding out was after the McNeely fight when he got out of jail. Yeah. Because that, that I'm going to eat your kids is him trying to call out uh, Lennox Lewis. Right. He's no conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I'm Alexander. <laughs> I'm Alexander. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. I want to eat his heart. I want to eat his children. <laughs> that, Praise be to Allah. Praise be that is oh, one that of was the hardest, hardest shit. Yo. That was the hardest yo. like sound bites in yeah. history. Um, that that guy. Yeah. That probably be the devil. Um, you sure that's not the angel and shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, depends on. Yeah, I mean. But anyway, I think the angel would have to be like Floyd Mayweather not reading and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyler the Creator? No. Okay. Um, no, no. Um, With some did, you buff guys, neck? did you guys see that sh- that phone flex? You got to see yes. That phone flex. And um, <laughs> in the index, with <laughs> looking for me and Flex looking in the index for some buff neck niggas just to have <laughs> butt sex. <laughs> yeah. But look, like the onomatopoeia there was. Oh, he's killing, man. There's a, there's a, there's <laughs> internal rhyme schemes there, man. He's <laughs> he hit us with that. Do you guys think he's trolling? Mm, a little bit. I I. I I think that think he that leans into it a lot. I think that he's probably hinting at, you know, his sexual preference, but he's definitely queer. I yeah, I think that he's definitely. I mean, I, I loved it though. I think it was, yeah. it was. I'm f- totally fine with trolling. Like I would his, love if his, Lord Jamar was there just to fucking feel uncomfortable too. Like, do that. Those yeah, guys are that, a little I, bit too much. I mean, the look on Funks is the Funk. Like, why would you? Why would why, you, why you have to say ball? that? Where's that ball from? <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway. He lied. <laughs> he fucking lied. <laughs> Yo, Flex is out of control, man. I don't yeah. think I like him. You don't like Flex? No, nah, not so you much. You don't like what he's doing? I respect it, but I just don't like him. I think my angel will probably have to be like a loaded luck. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I was just listening to that that Flex freestyle from Lux just the other day, actually. Yeah. Man. Like, you can listen to that thing fucking a hundred times and still not catch some of the lines. You, you, there's still, there's one or much. two bars that go be the, the, the easy one, uh, An easy one to catch is that line about, like, having the last picture with Michael Jackson and hating your face in it. Something about that is just fucking perfect mm. to me. Yeah. You got the last picture with Michael Jackson and you hate your face in it. Something about that is just. I got to go back and listen to that. I ain't catch you, that. You're like, yo, because you, you know how Michael feels about his face. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Crazy. That's Lux is crazy. a Lux is a different beast, man. Yeah. Like, Matt, like, look at that level of like brilliant wordplay. The commitment. And, yeah. Well, I mean, just that level and that approach to it and yeah. compare it with the level of brilliance that Eminem does. Completely two different things, really. Two different things. You know what I mean? Lux is a little bit more eloquent. Eminem is a little bit more multisyllabic. But right. both of them are the top tier. Saying who is better between them is like an Can't. exercise in futility. It's Can't. like both yeah. of them excel at what they, what they do, do. Yeah. and they're not trying to do what the other person is doing. Right. It's, it's really dope, man. Lux is Lux is one of the greatest people to ever fucking write write words on paper. Like it's just like he's a savant, it, man. It, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is like some yeah. It's yeah. some idiot savant shit. Like yeah. he might not be able to fucking read. I don't know, but yeah. he can put some shit together. He's amazing. I mean, he's, the guy's got a mind on him. Like, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's. I don't know anything about his life. His uh, recorded music's not bad either. Word. I, I heard one joint today with like method that was just like good. Yeah. You know, but it's also like 
it's two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Battle rapping or kicking a freestyle and actually making quality music. You guys fuck with battle rap at all? You guys follow any of it? Uh, I used to. Late more than I, and, right. and I've followed it. I haven't followed it in maybe a decade, really. Okay. But, you know, I check out. If there's, like, a big battle, I'll try to catch it if somebody reminds me. All right. You know, uh, Cassidy just battled uh, this cat by the name of Goods. Goods. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I heard I mean, that Goods uh, kind of took it away. Yeah. Cassidy's, I don't you know. know if, I don't know if he's Goods not that guy. trashed him more than Cassidy just wasn't up to kind of up, you know, with the times, yeah. like the, the format. Like he will, he'll rhyme you to death. You know, what right. I mean? like the, the man can rhyme, rhyme, but like to be able to control a crowd, right. to uh, you it's know, it's a whole to, different. It's thing. a different it's sport. A, it's a, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a different thing. Like Joe Budden he is great at writing raps over a beat, but when he battles, it's just like eh, it's not the same. It's not, it's it's not the same. Not that. And Joe, even Joe's last battle, I think he said. I mean, his his bars were dope. They were fire. It's just. You know what I mean? Like Who was the, it hollow? He wasn't. Yeah, hollow. Yeah. Hollow. It, it, playing, you know, street ball is different than do. ball in the NBA. Right. You know, some guys can. Some guys from the NBA can go and dominate in street ball, but you know, a lot of guys that play street ball can't cut it in the fucking NBA. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. And it answers that age-old question: Can the, you know, the industry cats, come down and, and trash anybody from battle rap? And I think right now the answer is no. Like. No, I mean, yeah. like nobody really does it. Like even Eminem is not cut out for that type of thing. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not, not well, anymore. The, 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 it's changed so much the dynamic. It's there was like, so much. there are those outtakes of Eight Mile where Eminem was like sick and he was just miming his raps, and the other guys were like freestyling against him. I guess just for B roll. Mm-hmm. And then Eminem was like, "Fuck this!" and he like turned his yeah. mic on and he destroyed everybody yeah. else. But I think that time is fucking gone. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, do the, that well, anymore. the the age the age of going off of the dome and having that naturally spontaneous brilliance is not held to value anymore because no. there's far too many filler lines and now everything is so surgical and precise and everything is calculated that to do that it takes a different type of animal. Man. There are there is the rebuttal aspect of it. Like a lot of the stuff is sure. pre pre written, right? But like if you can rebuttal what the cat just said the last, yeah. you know, what I'm saying verse. Yeah. That adds to there's the value, value of your that. performance. Yeah, there's value to that. Um, but I that's think why that you used to like cats like Thesaurus and Ilmac, because that was kind of the age of like written with still a lot of freestyles going on and shit. I mean, Ilmac is still still dope. I would say one of the highest tier guys out there. If or, you don't, you know, count uh, like disaster, uh, like the gods, like Lux or yeah. Hollow. Yeah. But Ilmac is still up there. Or, but yeah, that even rebuttals are kind of like. Mm, like when because they're so hard to pull off because a lot of them are whack yeah like the people that can do it well is like a lux or a hollow yeah or Clips. actually a hollow i wouldn't i wouldn't Hollow's give lux really a rebuttal right? kind of yeah. do no. hollow's more hollow sticks to yeah. his but yeah hollow's known for it uh i think clips charlie clips yeah charlie clips is a good off the head kind of guy right but i mean and then you have guys like arsenal who i wouldn't consider a, a dope lyricist a like a dope lyricist as far as the other battlers in the scene but his flow is crazy like he's got a good flow and a good presence he'll say something like not super dope like oh i'll beat you with a table leg or he's one of those cats squidward's clarinet yeah like he he kind of like pleases both crowds like the the hip-hop like uh, battle rap purists versus like the 
outside of the smack arena kind of cats because yeah. like he'll say off the wall shit versus like a lot of the gumbar type dudes mm. um, i always kind of gravitated less towards the east coast uh cats when it came to battle rap because a lot of it was like gun talk you know like drug gun talk like yeah. philly rappers and you know what i mean uh, like uh, my kind of favorite era of it was like a West Coast grind time type of cats. It, mm-hmm. it was still heavily freestyle uh, mixed in a lot, you know, or at least the cats that did well would at least make it appear as though there were freestyle aspects. But guys used to be able to come back off freestyles and it'd be like some real genuinely brilliant type of shit. Like uh, Dirtbag Dan used to be really good at that type of shit. That's and some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Satire, Dumbfounded, like those, that <laughs> era of like, world rap battle championship type of shit was yeah. like kind of my favorite my favorite type of air I, I i just don't follow it closely enough to really be uh to have an informed conversation about like the top guys at this point but mm. yeah. what do you think about uh, moving away from battle rap just like comedy rap or comedy like like the funnier rappers in general like, you mean like any- cats that are making joke tracks or tracks that cats i that like little dicky little dicky exactly like they're hum- they're just let's just say they're just humorous i fuck but they're dope like the dude can rap isn't but they're lighthearted like mark it. for life a million to life thug for life forever yo this is one of the best beats ever tell tell me if i'm wrong or not Tatiana is like a parody track right Tatiana is not a parody but it's uh but blue blueface started as he's like a comedian right he's like he, a his Instagram bars guy. are funny no, I don't know. I, I, he considers himself a fucking rap rapper, yeah, like a he, lyricist. He, he's really. serious with what he's doing, but like, it captures the attention of what it, like like his metaphors are like. I thought he was like a Rich Brian kind of, no, like no, a, no, 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 ugly god type of. No, no, like he's, not he's like, that. like he started out doing funny stuff, and then he did like a I rap, think that's just his, and it like blew up. And he got a career off of it. And yeah, shit. I don't know, man. I think he was intentful with like like his bars, but not as a like a parody type of rapper. Dude's a dude's a real crip, from what I can tell. Yeah. Like, but just the way he rhymes, for one, you know, the offbeat thing is one thing, but like the cats that are paying attention to him, they're like, "What did he just say?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, what did he say? I do something, something with the beef where's the meat yeah. you know what i mean like huh <laughs> you know what i'm saying? So yeah. actually i've never heard that song i've only heard i've heard people a few, play it yeah. yeah i've heard a few songs from him, but I, I i watched his breakfast club interview recently because of uh the homie keen told me to check it out but he seems like a entertaining guy in terms of me when it comes to comedy rap i don't really care too much for it i especially don't like guys who are like yo here's a viral video of me freestyling on the street freestyle about people that are walking by and shit i just don't care for it no no i i've I've seen guys who could do that all the time i came up on cats that could freestyle for days off of it and i just never really liked it yeah i never liked little dicky disappointing in that avenue mac lethal yeah the stuff that he ended up doing he's like yo here's here's like a super famous or super prolific battle rapper like legit and now he just does like youtube stuff like Nerdy white guy does uh, Busta Rhymes flow. Right? Nah, nah, I don't yeah. like that. I just don't care for it, man. I think it like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it too seriously, but I don't like people to joke around with it. Mm. Like, sometimes it's funny. It's funny. It's like, um, you know, I mean, like, not, like Chris is a funny MC. Not in the way that Tyler is a funny MC. That's you know? what I mean. Like, it's not that you're like, you're a comedian that rhymes, yeah. but it's just that your bars are dope, but they're funny at times. Yeah. Like. Uh, what made me think of that is you know we're talking about battle, battle rap and now you got this cat by the name of uh what's a tall canadian buff buff ass dude pat stay pat stay thank you 
um, coming from outside the main arena for battle rap. But like, what makes him so appealing is that he, like, you can be the super dope ass lyricist and super serious. You got bar, gum bars and all this, right? But he'll clown. He'll the clown shit the out of you. fuck out of you, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he has like his own signature taglines. He'll make fun of your mustache, like whatever. And then it's like, it kind of takes away the steam from your, what you were doing. Sure. Cause he, he, he also like, um, I don't, I don't want to get too deep in it, but he does a little bit of, uh, like he breaks down the format. He's like, oh yeah, we're being hyper masculine and hyper violent. But when it really gets down to it, you don't. You're not. You're like not gonna do home. anything. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like, like this at home. We're gonna talk all this stuff, but you're not gonna do anything to right. me. Actually, everybody knows what this is. But right. yeah, he kind of like breaks it down. What What is that called? Breaking the fourth wall. Like, uh, yeah, breaking the deconstructing. F- deconstructing. He kind of yeah. deconstructs it yeah. a little bit to the point where it's like, oh yeah, that's yeah, it's clever. It's true. Yeah, and yeah, then he'll like, like he'll switch. He'll go back and forth between that where it's humorous. What's right. this guy's name? I'm not familiar with him. Pat, Pat Stay. Stay. Pat Stay. He's a, I think he's a, he was on Grind Time before. Or okay. King of the Dot. King of the Dot, my fault. Yeah. Canadian, I really need, Canadian. like, I really need Late to hit me more to that type of stuff because sometimes it seems like he'd be keeping up with it, but he'll never hit me up and be like, yo, here goes the battle. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the battle in like a oh, year or so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to fault on him too much. Yeah. This is that point where the podcast where I like hate on Late. <laughs> Trash. Thumbs, Thumbs down. down. <laughs> I, was I was listening to 20 guys. Thumbs down. Man, what's kept, kept, Thumbs down in my like, you know, yeah. polite he comments with and the shit. Thumbs down though, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I was like, thumbs what's up with down, this guy? What's up with the ball, right. <laughs> Cassidy? Um, yo, we let's uh let's go ahead and uh, wrap up the podcast, man. I got to yeah, slide out like here in a minute. Man. It's like ten o'clock at night almost. Yeah, We're not quite. Exaggerate. I was supposed to go eat dinner at six o'clock, but I don't think I'm gonna make it. Ooh, my fault. No, we good. We good. We good. Uh, I mean, if I I, felt I really needed to wrap it up earlier, I would have done it. So we good. Right. I'm having a good time. Hey, well, this was a fun, interesting conversation. I mean, Thanks, we went man. from Yo, like, it, man. You know, appreciate you coming out as often it. as you want. Yeah, yeah, get you down. on here. Definitely down. Um, you know, like I said, I'm transitioning out of the DJ realm, more into the beat side of things. Um, Wait for that know, thumbs I, down click. Album yeah, is coming out. I know Let's not to tell him anything positive because <laughs> it'll be a thumbs down. I got that. That's all good. Yeah, that's right, King. Yeah. I didn't even know you could I was do like, I appreciate a thumbs that, down, man. Yeah. I'm a hippie to that, man. We, we need <laughs> more negativity in our lives. <laughs> no, nah, so what you do is be like... The, be what, the change you want to see in the world. because we only talk online. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true that, true. There's a little bubble in the messenger joint and there's like a like a, a smiley face plus sign and you can mm. choose what how you want to respond. Yeah. There's like a heart There's emojis heart and there's eyes. a thumb and a thumb. There's a thumbs up and a thumbs down. And I, I guess, like, man, I'm just damn. I'm still in this Lewa period, man. Yeah. I, I never, I never even seen the thumbs down. I know right, you got your right. hard eyes and your right. your crying guess, face. Right. I didn't guess even what you're getting the next time you say something. <laughs> the sticker that I most relate to late is the the black dude with his like the truck. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I call that guy. I call him Jay. Jay? I don't even know what his name is, but Jay. But that's the emoji that the I most associate with late. That's that. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, did I just do that? <laughs> when you hit it are yours black or are they white first no that one is I've black recently yet. started doing uh, yellow, yellow. And, yellow yellow and black <laughs> yellow and black hands yeah cause I was I was only black for a, a while then I was like yeah, let me switch it up <laughs> so a, now I throw two thumbs one yellow a, one black yeah, <laughs> make them a Simpson. but I'm not gonna lie when uh, somebody throws out that that pale white 
Mm, I don't like, like the lightest it. white? Yeah. You're talking about the reptilian? <laughs> like, why didn't you just do the yellow, my guy? Like, you mm. made a conscious choice to hold your Make thumb sure on there for a second, right. slide down, over, <laughs> and pick the whitest I thumb that you could give to me? With, mm. with the Night King. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Like, Renee. <laughs> Did you want to do a weather forecast? We can't. Two weeks out? Yeah. All right. Peace to Dawn, Mega Late Show. I'll do it Hydra later. Hydra face. Run me to do it later. Hydra face. Yo, uh, do you have any shows coming up in a couple weeks? Or zero, uh, zero shows at the moment. Do you want to plug your social media? I ran out of music to play. No worries. Um, yeah, it's J A Y. Oh, sorry, E L E L J A Y C O O L S E L L J Cool on IG. That's the best place to find me. Um, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to putting out some. Uh, Looking forward to putting out some um, beat tapes and stuff like that. Um, competing in the, one of the upcoming um, Beat the Best joints. Oh, word. Yeah. Cool. So I, I'll definitely be out to the next one to just to kind of, you know, get a feel for the the event. And, oh, that's the... You know, rub shoulders this with month? some of those guys. Yeah. Oh, word. The August joint. So um, looking forward that's to that. That's the same day as hot. Mm. Word. Hot. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, check me out on IG, LLJ Cool, E L E L. And yeah, Word. appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for no coming doubt. through. Yeah. Yo, this is uh, that Kiefer. This is a new Kiefer track that came out. Kiefer's coming to Tokyo on October 14th at Billboard Live. Do, 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 do. Oh, man, it's a shame. You know, when I first recorded this, uh, I had a little message for you at the beginning. It was about Reddit and a subreddit. Smut. Not our smut. I'd be scared to go there. But it was called Nostalgia Fap. Or it is called Nostalgia Fap. And there's uh, the top post is Howard Stern clip. There's lots of people talking about Howard Stern. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember Howard Stern. And then I made a joke about not jerking off to Howard Stern and Girls Gone Wild commercials. We've had this conversation, I believe. But I think the top post is like Rita G. She's in that Kanye West flashing lights video, unless I'm mistaken. And I remember her because she's like Greek or something. But she's, yeah, I'm going to Google her as soon as I uh, finish doing this. But yeah, I fucked up and I didn't set my computer correctly and I recorded over that whole story and now you're getting this not as uh, heartfelt sincere uh, recap of that which I'm sure is fine but I want you to know like I, I reached a level there like I reached into the heart like I, I really thought back to when porn wasn't basically not even at my fingertips I could I could say, hey, Google, pull up some some raunch and they would he would do it because I told him to. And I know ways around like uh, parental controls. There are no parental controls on my phone. I'm not a parent. I I can just say porn. I'm not sure if Google's down for that, but I know the other words for the vagina. (laughs) 
I know how to see what I want to see. But yeah, I have to redo the beginning because I didn't do it. Or I did do it, but I fucked up. So, this is me redoing it. Uh, oh yeah, please don't leave this in. I hope you cut all of that. I asked you to do it at the beginning of the other one. So, I hope Alternative Universe Mega cut that. And you're going to cut this. And this is the weather forecast for the upcoming week on the Mega Late Show. I want you guys to know we are recording this uh, extemporaneously. I don't know if that's the appropriate word to use, but figure it out. Today, the 27th, if you're listening on Friday release day, Born Free 4th Anniversary Special Day 4 is happening at Harlem. Of course, that's the Born Free crew. They do their event Born Free regularly. That includes people such as Shintaro, Alamaki, and Marzi of Yentown. Yentown's dope. Harlem is okay. I'm sure Born Free is great. I haven't been there, but you guys should go. It's the fourth anniversary. Day four. They've been doing it. It should be popping off. Uh, also, that same day, Alive presents The Cross, and that's featuring Slow-Mo. Also on that lineup is a whole bunch of people. I'm not going to read all this. So check the calendar to see everybody on there besides slow-mo also that same day slow lights is going down at a club heavy six zero shout out to our guy isugi uh mega if i said that incorrectly actually i think it's ilsugi so yeah you know make the appropriate cuts or whatever i don't yeah you know especially if this isn't his event and he does the other one <laughs> anyways that's also the 27th that same day our guy DJ Quiet Storm is having his event 50-50 at Club Asia with DJ Kensei. And also Shingo 2 and Spin Master A1 are going to be there. And as if there couldn't be anything else added to this day, Collusion is going down at our guy's Harry's. And uh, oh yeah, that's our event. Uh, come collude with us. Play some DJ sets. Even if you don't know how to DJ, just come fuck around. We'll, you know, give you some individual time. We'll go back to back. It'll be fantastic. Anyways, going on to Saturday. Uh, also, a few things going on this day. Beat the Best Purple is happening at Black Horse in Rapongi. Of course, that's our guy MC Buddha. And there are going to be a few DJs, some live acts, and, of course, the Beat Battle. All that information is provided on the calendar. So if you want to see all of that, please check out the Mega Late Show Weather Forecast calendar. That same day, Mass is happening at Club Asia. That's Saturday the 28th. That is going to include people like Red Light from the United Kingdom, Jin Menusagi, who's Japanese, Taku Takahashi. I'll let you guess where he's from. And a few other acts. So... If you'd like to go check out that, you need to go to Club Asia on Saturday the 28th, which is tomorrow, if you're listening on Friday, which is today, if you're listening today. Also, the same day, The Breakdown is going down. That's our guys, The Breakdown crew. You already know who they are. I don't need to name them individually, even though I can flawlessly, with no mistakes. That's at Coins Bar uh, from 8 until, you know. And they do that every second and fourth Saturday. So this is the fourth Saturday. 
go to the breakdown if you're not going to these other things um or go to beat the best support our guys over at the bridge mc buddha and his lovely wife maya hatch also this day i'll be playing in rapungi but i don't know where and i don't really feel like talking about it so anyways <clears throat> the next day the 29th that's sunday Vivid Boy first album, Synchronicity Release Party, is going down at WWW. That's going to have Vivid Boy, JP the Wavy, who's doing a guest shot live, and Kanji I can't read. Kokoro Bojo Shin no Jo. It looks like, yeah, it's Kanji, and uh, that's his name. So go see them and that is the 29th for the rest of the week you got snow allegra who's a dope singer out of europe who looks a lot like Charday. i wouldn't say her music is as good as Charday's, but she looks a lot like Charday, which means you can just go watch her if you want to that's a thing you can do she'll be at billboard live oh man i should hit my man up about that interesting yep uh go do that if you want to and of course we have a lot of regular events going throughout the week shout out to dj kinsuke shout out to shiori bradshaw shout out to kokimura and all of those guys on the third which is the thursday miguel is also going to be at oh wait wait i actually don't know where miguel's going to be at i should update that but miguel's going to be in tokyo Oh, he's going to be at X Theater in Roppongi. I'll update that right now. So please excuse me as I fill for time and type on my phone at the same damn time. Okay, the calendar has been updated. It's just, just as easy as that, folks. I make it look that easy, but there's a lot of work that goes into this. Anyways, that same day, uh, we'll be having Cooling Coins... Oh, did I fuck up? I think I fucked up. Let me check if I fucked up. I did indeed fuck up, but hopefully I'll fix it in a way that you do not even notice. The magic of editing software. So where were we? I believe every Thursday, my guy, the urban aristocrat, and I, my name is Late, we have Coolin' Coins at Coins Bar in Shibuya. Now, I think there's a bit of rebranding about to happen soon, but you guys should be coming there every Thursday because Herb is a good DJ, and I like to play music that I like, plus new music. So, uh, yeah. It's kind of dope because you get a good DJ and you get to hear some new music. So do that every Thursday, especially since, oh, well, I'll save that for later. But look out for us in October, perhaps. And with that, that is the end of the calendar for this week. You know, there's no speakeasy at the beginning of the month in October. This go around, we're going to hold off until Halloween. So we'll be at Hotel Koi on the 27th. And actually, I'm going to break right now so uh, Mega can get his shits in because I'm sure he has some shits that he would like to contribute or 
maybe even he like he like slid in and and like uh i don't know like kind of like mystery science theater 3000 he was like talking over me like we were in the same room i'm definitely recording this maybe months after whatever episode he decides to release yeah yeah that's a thing that we did so here i'm breaking and mega's talking his shit now word oh yeah that's my guy i love that guy uh-huh yo bet i would love to go to that i probably can't make it because i have insert obligation here Yo, word, that's what's up. Yeah, uh, we're going to get that added to the calendar very soon. I'm sure Mega is going to do that. Also, before we go, on the 5th, that's October 5th, the Saturday, Life Park will be holding the Life Park Lounge at... On... Oh, man, I'm blanking. But it's in Shinjuku. It's a new spot, and uh, it will be two life park djs and then myself doing our thing uh playing some house music at unplanned shinjuku and that is from 7 to 11 on saturday the 5th also that day uh our guy johnny i'm not sure if he has a superhero name but you will remember him from the got faded podcast and our episode with them episode number i'm gonna guess 87 uh insert episode number here he will be having an event where he will be doing some renegade art it's called the tokyo renegade art pop-up that is also on the fifth this is my fuck up i haven't added this to the calendar i'm going to be doing that very soon but yeah, that is going down in Shibuya. So you may want to go check that out at Rhythm Cafe from 5 to 11. I would love to go to that event. I may try to go before I have to play in Shinjuku, which is probably not a good idea, which is probably why I'm going to do it. And I'm sure some people will be mad about me because I'll be tardy. That's also being late to something or another and yes that's the mega late show calendar uh hey guys it takes me hours to update this sometimes because i'm a procrastinator if you would like to have your event or shindig or happening or thing added to the calendar please hit us up at mlsweatherforecast at gmail.com or megalateshow at gmail.com or we're all over the internets at sign megalateshow on everything uh slide in the dms pm uh i forget other ways of whatever you know hit us up even just on comment on the post i'll add it eventually especially if it's recurring right mega I think five seconds is long enough. Uh, yeah, that is it for the show. Um, insert 
outro music 20 seconds ago. Yeah, that's how it works. It's got to like ride into when the beat drops. I need to finish that beat. Um, the calendar is thick. There's lots of things happening. I'm still talking, but hopefully the outro is drowning me out and I'm also fading out. Uh, wait, I didn't say mega late. MLS. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
depth so bright, like living halogen. Spit that ball, Carlo Mollogen. Let's go, Metropolitan. Area, cause I'm hearing you hollering. The earthquaker, Harlem bread maker. Give me two hands, few grams in the shaker. Hit the block, watch the kid cake up. Your girl keep coming around, and I'ma take it to Jamaica, and I give her a reason to get curious. But you paint, it ain't that serious. MCs, ring ring, cause it's a rap. Your rap is like a sedative. Sleepy, see me? Negative. So it's over, and I guess you gotta live with it. And you can tell by the records that distribute it. I spit it out. Special delivery. Yeah. Felt like my vision being bigger than a bigger picture. Crazy how you gotta wait until it's dark out to see who really with you. Crazy how I even when it miss you, it'll come back around and get you. Crazy like all my, crazy like all my. Remember I deleted all my other girls' numbers out the phone for you. Remember when you had to take the bar exam, I drove in the snow for you. Yeah, you probably don't remember half dead for you. Yeah. Felt like my vision being bigger than a bigger picture. Crazy how you gotta wait until it's dark out to see who really with you. Crazy how even when it miss your shit, will come back around and get you. Crazy like all my niggas. Crazy like all my niggas. Remember I deleted all my other girls' numbers out the phone for you. Remember when you had to take the bar exam, I drove in the snow for you. Yeah, you probably don't remember half the shit a nigga did for you. 
Yeah, you ain't really fuck with me way back then, but how about now? Cause I'm up right now. And you suck right now. Oh, you thought you had it all figured out back then, but how about now? Cause I'm up right now. And you suck right now. Yeah, you thought the little effort that you put in was enough, girl. How about now? Yeah, girl, how about now? How about now, girl? What about now, girl? How about now? Always been daddy's little angel. I bought your dad a bunch of shit for Christmas. He ain't even say thank you. I had no money left from acting. I was focused on the music. I used to always try and burn your CDs and my new shit. You be like, who's this? I be like, me, girl. You be like, oh, word, true shit. Then ask if we could listen to Ludacris. Them car rides made me feel like I was losing it. Yeah, made me feel like I ain't have it like that. I was average like that. Started drinking way more than I used to. People form habits like that, girl. Yeah, man enough to tell you I was hurt that year. I'm not even Christian, I still went to church that year. Guess I just had to pretend that year. I ain't even see my friends that year. Places that I should have been, you ain't really fuck with me way back then. But how about now? Cause I'm up right now. And you suck right now. Oh, you thought you had it all figured out back then, girl. How about now? Cause I'm up right now. And you suck right now. Yeah. You thought the little effort that you put in was enough, girl. How about now? Yeah. Girl, how about now? How about now, girl? What about now, girl? How about now? Check it out, uh, new world meet them inside you Fruit like cocaine and it's no show for a fight Blah blah to talk shit has the blood Never hangs off the phone, yeah, what's the most? Tie sets not planned, choose your life and then choose your time Choose your shoes and then walk wisely Transport to look so cute, solo train idly Between the cheese valley, I some other pipe dream Comfy, dance like I'm an enemy Condenser, need a good condenser Tiny night jeans set, I'm so upset You be sucking on flow, bro, fashion Cash on the eye, want me to make I got like I, I captain Marvin Gaye, what's up going on? On straight, no twist, the shit is on the item Man on edge, like a hack of a set in a while Man, it's on the machine, I mean, you know the stuff Koyoi wa party, hold that I catch the car 